episode 295 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. Only five more until 300. I think we should quit at 299. <laughs> <laughs> I'll quit at 299. <laughs> we'll troll everybody. Oh, that's just going with the mob mentality of quitting. Oh, everybody else did it. I'm going to quit too. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I was going to save this for, for that episode. Yeah. For 300. Yeah. When Mark was on. Uh, yeah, but no, Mark can't took... be on because that's the same night as uh, Trick Man Terry's party. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Anyway, what oh, were you saving? Geez. Well, I'll just tell you now. I went back and I took a quick look at uh, how many episodes all the different hosts have done. Mm-hmm. Assuming we actually get to 300. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a few weeks, so there could be another hurricane or like a super yeah. blizzard or something. Well, yeah. All right. I'm not counting like ones that were missed. I'm counting like from A to B, essentially. Uh-huh. So Jared was on for 54 episodes. That many, huh? Yeah. Ugh. Just over a year. Yeah. Joel comes in next at 105. Mm. Mark Barely edged him out at 119. Wow. That's 119, uh, 119 weeks of sleeping in front of a microphone or playing uh, <laughs> playing his PSP. <laughs> and just going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And see, that's what surprised me, because I thought he had been on longer than me, but if I make it to 300, it'll be 141 Weeks essentially. Oh, really? Yeah, that's almost crazy. half the podcast. <laughs> that is really crazy. That can't be because right. I came in at one fifty nine. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that just and I didn't count. That just the, doesn't seem I right. Count, I know. I didn't count my guest stint on episode one twenty nine. Stint. Wait, you did a guest thing. Yeah, because uh, I got sent. You guys sent me to um, the Need for Speed Shift event in New York. <gasps> That's right. Oh my god, I fo- totally and then forgot. I came about on that. for that whole episode. Yeah. Wow, I totally forgot about that. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it was but funny. Then, uh, yeah, I looked. At- people wanted us to like do little clips and everything from past shows. And I got on right away and, oh, no, I put a stop to that right away because I tried to do that for 200. (laughs) People don't realize, and I did the math. I wish I had it in front of me, but people don't realize that let's say our show even averages two hours episode. Okay. So now you got 300 episodes at two hours each. So that's (laughs) like 28 days it came out to. I'm like, so if I have to go back and listen to all the episodes to try to find clips, that's 28 days of audio I have to go through. I can't do that. That's sick. Anyway, that's just sick. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised though when I saw that. I was like, "When did I come on? One fifty nine? One fifty nine? I'm like to three hundred. That's almost half the episodes." (laughs) Well, now that we think about it, because you came on right after MGC that one year, this MGC coming up would be your third year. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it's that long though. Wow crazy that is that's nuts. well anyway uh if you're new to the new to the show i'm glenn and that's josh <laughs> <laughs> after five minutes yeah glenn glenn will be 300 episodes that'll uh, that's all <laughs> god what is wrong with me is my ego that fragile that i have to like just whore myself out every week on on this microphone yes. yeah i figured i figured as much <laughs> this is the only time i'm wait cool for you to finish that <laughs> <laughs> you asshole 
Uh, well, we were going to have uh, Mel and Bobby on from uh, Zen Studios, but uh, Josh had some scheduling problems tonight. So uh, we were going to talk some Civil War. But hey, by the time you hear the show, it'll be out and you'll be buying it because it's an awesome table. Uh, trust me, I've been playing the hell out of it. <laughs> so uh, this week, uh, one new release, uh, a bunch of news items, a ton of news items. Uh, what we're playing, review of PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale for the PS3. I don't know. You reviewing anything, Josh? Uh, I could do that One Piece Pirate Warriors, probably. I think you should. We could talk about it. And the sumo chair, man. Oh, that's right. It showed up. That showed up. Yeah, that that looks way cooler than... Well, see, I love the one I have, but it's huge. And the one you got is nice and, like, it's nice and tidy and nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not huge, which is nice. And it's easy to just slide around and... But... (laughs) Like getting out of it, you kind of have to roll out of it. <laughs> that's kind of the, yeah, the, the one I have, uh, and we'll talk about yeah. that later. But that's the one that Dane actually uh, Crackerjack uh, was using when we did Extra Life in my house last year, and he fell asleep in it and sle- actually slept in it the whole time. <laughs> it's a comfortable chair, man. <laughs> so, all right, cool. Uh, and then a, a ton of emails after that. We got a bunch of emails to go through because we promised that last week. Also, some gamer nights. We want to let everybody know if they want to get over and sign up for those. Uh, our buddy Yabir is uh, kicking some major ass and uh, really taking the reins on that. And then, uh, hey, our plans for episode 300 are uh, solidifying. So we want to let everybody know some of those details so that you can plan on joining us in like six weeks. Oh, God. That's going to be a nightmare. Just make sure you have a pretzel uh-huh. and a couple bottles of wine before. At least. Yeah, that's my plan. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do the one new release for next week. Oh, crap. That means I have to actually pull up this agenda. It, Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It is oh, bum, 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 Ratchet and Clank Full Frontal Assault. <laughs> 1999. Nice job. And that's, uh, that's a PSN title. That is, yes. And from what I played six months ago, it's really fun. I don't even remember. I know I played it, but I don't remember a thing about it. Yeah. And this was the one that, this is the quote-unquote tower defense Ratchet and Clank game. Oh, yeah. And that was the game. When I heard that, I said, I don't want Ratchet and Clank Tower Defense. Right. I want Ratchet and Clank. That's what I say, too. That's not what I want. (laughs) But you know what? It really plays like Ratchet and Clank. It's just that you've got Tower Defense kind of thing going on, sort of, as part of it. You know, sort of, kind of. Yeah. It actually plays very much like every other Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, you're still collecting uh, bolts everywhere. You're using them to upgrade weapons and things, but you're just doing that and running back to this base and setting up defenses and, mm. and you know, hanging back there when you're getting attacked. So when the defenses go down, you're the last line of defense and you can take guys out. It's actually a lot of fun. Cool. What I played. Cool. So very excited for that. All right. Then. And the beta version that was supposed to be coming with it has been delayed until January 2013. Yep, that was just announced today. So, cuz you're supposed to be able to they're supposed to be able to interact actually. So, it's kind of a bummer, but at least it's only January. Yeah. I, and that's fine. I I don't mind delays like that as long as the game that comes is a good game comes out right. Right, you know exactly. I'd rather have a delayed good game than a half-assed version that just made it on release date. You know. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Fine, sir. 
Yes, and apparently that's the case with Jet Set Radio HD. No, that came out on the PSN a month or two ago, and is just hitting the Vita Tuesday. And and if you have PlayStation Plus, you get it for free. Yeah. So when the episode comes out, that'll be there. Indeed, indeed. That I'm I'm excited for that on the Vita. Actually, I think I well I hope they. I we, we played it at like, E3. I know what you did. Well, you played the Vita version at E3. We played the Vita version at E3 and at E3. Now, this is back in June. It had no touch controls. <laughs> so you would figure that, that for the, the movements that you have to do for the graffiti would lend themselves perfectly to touch controls. And maybe that's why it was delayed. I'm hoping that's why it was Could delayed. Be. Because the, in its state at E3, it was very unimpressive. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say was that the PSN version, I was very impressed with. The controls were much tighter than they were on the Dreamcast, and it worked a lot better than it ever did on the Dreamcast. So I was hoping that when the Vita version got delayed, it's because they were trying to tighten everything up and make it just as good, if not better, than the PSN version. Maybe they were also adding in and, and tightening up the touch controls. Which God, I hope sweet. so. We'll I really do. Out. Yeah. I, I, I hope that's the case. We'll find out, obviously, you know, by the sh- time the show's out, people will know. But, uh, yeah, I really hope so. So, well, let's get to the news because there's a lot of stuff. Uh, and this first one was kind of a big bombshell. And I loved when people were trying to kind of, uh, uh, like, make excuses for certain things. Uh, but... Sony announced a couple of days ago that the PlayStation 3 has now sold over 70 million units worldwide as of November 4th of 2012, uh, and obviously launched uh, a couple of days ago uh, in 2006. So by comparison, the 360 is at almost the exact same number right now, and, it's, and the PS3 has been out for a year less. So, yeah, it's selling pretty well. All these naysayers out there, oh, the PS3's dead, it's da 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 Yeah, and also a really surprising number. This one shocked me. Uh, the PlayStation Move has sold over 15 million units. That is well, shocking. To be fair, I bought a fair number of those. <laughs> I, th- I think 14 million of those are, are the ones that are in your closet. Yeah. I Well, I have... I don't remember how many I have here. I have at least... Well, you have at, at least, least four. four. Yeah. Maybe six. I don't know. Every time they went on sale, like really cheap, I picked up another one. <laughs> Why do you need six? Because I was like, it's great to have four. And, well, you know, I've got a couple PlayStations that I don't want to walk them to the other one. So I'll just get another one. <laughs> See, now you need to back that uh, Kickstarter for Johann Sebastian. Uh, uh, what is it? Johann Sebastian Joust? That's the one that just Johann uses. Sebastian the... Bach? No, no. Well, <laughs> it, it's, it's the one I was talking about last week where it doesn't even have anything on the screen. But it has, like, classical music when you're playing it, and I think that's kind of where it came from. But uh, you can actually use up to, I think, seven controllers with the game because that's a limitation of Bluetooth. But apparently, and I don't know if they're going to do any of this stuff for the PlayStation version, but apparently he he mocked up a system where you could actually network three MacBook Pros together and have seven controllers per MacBook Pro. So they had this insanely huge game going of it. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, I backed that Kickstarter, so uh, that's the first Kickstarter I've ever backed, and probably the last. I don't know, but uh, the concept has always been very foreign to me, but uh, I'm telling you, I believe in these games enough that I think it's worth it, so get out there and do it, folks. 
Hey, I backed the Tell Him Steve Dave uh, vinyl. Bastard. Yeah, I was always pissed off that I missed out on that. I was too far behind on the shows. Yeah. Although they're putting the new Christmas show up on uh, Bandcamp this year. It's like three hours plus. Yeah, they did that last year. It's uh, It goes up Black Friday. Yeah. It goes up midnight, Black Friday. And I think all the proceeds, they're going to, like, Quinn's going to give some of the money to, or his portion of the money is going to go to, like, uh, Hurricane Relief. And I think Brian was going to give his money to Walt so he could put it towards his house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Seriously, man. Walt needs it. That's a shame. That is a shame. It's... It's still messed up around here in places. It's still really messed up in places around here. And, like, the Red Cross and all those people have left. (laughs) And people are still, like, their houses are still in the middle of the street and stuff. So I I just don't understand what's going on. Jeez. So. I don't envy you all, I'll tell you that. Yeah. But. Maybe enough people bought PlayStation 3 since there's over 70 million built that you can almost maybe build your house out of PS3s. Yeah. You never crazy. know. You know, put some spackle between you know, them. Actually, that reminds me. When I, when I went down to the stash a couple of weeks ago to drop off the posters. Right. Uh, whenever it was, like week, two weeks, whenever. Um, I was talking to Walt and... Back behind the counter, there's a PS3 with, like, this all these stickers across the top of it. Really? And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, dude, you got a PS3? Because I know he has a... I think he's got a 360. Mm. Yeah, he's got a 360. Um, he... He's not really into games so much, and, you know, it was one of those things where he walked in, he's like, what's the... What's the best one to get? And they go, oh, the 360 is the best one to get. That's the one you need. <laughs> it's got a halo. <laughs> so that's what he got. Um, but I said, you got a you got a PS3? He's like, dude, I just, somebody came in and they wanted to trade for it. Hmm. And I was like, what? He's like, they 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 just wanted to get rid of it. They said, oh, they, they wanted to trade it for like some, some crazy expensive book. And I was like, no way. And they said, okay, well, what about this one? And it was like a $5 book. And he's like, all right, if that's what you want. <laughs> Something like and crack the guy head. took it and left. I was like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, he probably just stole it from somebody. Yeah, no shit. And he was trying to get rid of it as quick as he could. He's like, I haven't even turned it on. I don't even know if it works. He's like, I don't know what's going on with it. <laughs> he said, but I think it's probably worth more than that $5 book that walked out the door. I said, yeah, it probably is. Even broken, it'd be worth more than that. Yep. That's hilarious. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> hey, you just, you just reminded me of something kind of off the wall, but um, whoever, I don't have the name in front of me, but whoever won the God of War 3 Ultimate Edition last year that was supposed to be signed by Stig Asmussen, I never got the box back. Uh, I'm going to Santa Monica in three weeks, and I just talked to Stig today, and I'm getting the box. So whoever the winner was, uh, I'm going to finally get the box, and I can send that out to you. So not my fault, because I've emailed Stig like four or five times over the last like few months trying to get it from him. And he like moved desks and everything and blah, blah, blah. So he was very, very apologetic, and, and he's actually going to make sure that I have it. So uh, sorry. That just popped in my head, and I, I didn't want to forget it. <laughs> I felt so bad. It's sitting there on my table still without the box. You know, the Pandora box and everything is sitting there. It hasn't ever been opened, but 
the the actual box surrounding it. That's what I sent to Stig, and it never got sent back. <laughs> so I'm going to the studio to get it. <laughs> and that's the only reason nice. I'm going, actually, because I care that much. <laughs> so, hold yeah, on. Right. Hold on. Let me, so, let me do uh, that real quick. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm rewatching the GTA Five trailer. <laughs> oh, jeez! Because I I saw it like a week ago. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, and that's the next story. Is hey, the GTA Five trailer uh, came out and it revealed a ton of stuff. And I was like, did it? Oh, wait, I gotta watch that. Well, you've got three protagonists. They actually show them all together in the game, so you're obviously gonna meet each other. Yeah, they had talked about that beforehand. Well, see, I'm we that, I'm kind of on a media blackout, though. I don't want to know a lot about it, but I had to see the trailer because it's got an awesome Stevie Wonder song. I'm on a media blackout, too, but I somehow knew that there were three protagonists in it. Mm. Um, but it, it's it got a bit of a Sopranos vibe when you see, like, the main character and he comes walking out to the pool and everything and right. sits down. He's a little overweight and all. I think that's Mike. Yeah, it's it looks so awesome though. I mean the it does. the city, the city looks freaking great. And it actually I mean, looks dune a lot. buggies. Yeah, yeah. There's dune buggies going on. There's all kinds of background characters. There's you know the trains, everything. It it really does. It does look alive. It looks much much better than um. I don't know what. You mean like GTA Actually, 4? I think it looks better than Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> well, it looks better than GTA 4, but... Well, I think yeah, Red Dead Redemption Red was Dead kind of that stepping stone up to what GTA 5 is going to be. I mean, the difference yeah, even between GTA definitely. 4 and Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption is actually pretty major, in my opinion. I, th- I think they've went through a ton of improvements for RDR. So GTA 5, I think, with that next yeah. evolution and seeing the new engine in, in Max Payne 3... That's why I mean I'm even excited for it, and I've I've never been a huge fan of the GTA games. I play them, but I'm just not. I don't. I, I maybe it's just that I don't want to spend the time on it. But this one looks awesome. Yeah, and dogs. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, motorbikes. I just got to that part where the the jeep drives right out the back of a plane, and the guy jumps out of it. That to was cool. Parachute. <laughs> well, and when he's up in the car carrier, and all of a sudden the car just kind of falls off it and spins in the middle of the road. And yeah, there's some cool this shit. This is very cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's three guys, and the three guys do get together to pull some heists. Which is pretty cool, and there's the fighter jets and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> fighter jets like and single-engine planes and motorcycles and boats and jet skis and cars and cops. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's going to be pretty awesome. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to it. I'll Very tell cool. you. Yep. I thought this next one you'd want to get all over. Oh, you can do it. That's all fine. Right. So uh, next week, in Japan at least, uh, there's a trio of fighting games from the Model 2 era uh, from Sega uh, hitting the PSN and Xbox Live Arcade. And um, trying to find the... <laughs> Let's see. Virtual On, Virtual Striker... Oh, no, wait. Those two are coming yeah. soon. What are the games? Oh, here we go. Sonic the Fighters. Sonic the which, Fighters. Uh, uh, Virtual Fighter 2, which is really good, and Fighting Vipers as well. Uh Two of those were on the Saturn. I don't think Sonic the Fighters was ever on the Saturn. And I, I don't think it was. So, See, it's funny because the only one I ever played of that was Virtual Fighter 2. 
Fighting Vipers was an interesting game because you all, you know, everybody had weapons basically, and so it was like the virtual fighters with weapons and better graphics. Or no, actually, I think Virtual Fighter Two had better graphics, but well, that's the thing. If these were on the Saturn, that's why, because I never played, I never had a Saturn Mm. until like a year or two ago. (laughs) Well, I actually played the arcade games. I mean, I I remember vividly at least Virtual Fighter Two and Fighting Vipers. I never, I remember Sonic the Fighters, but I don't think I've ever actually played it. I don't really know much about it, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah, coming out in Japan, uh, you know, we haven't heard anything for the U.S. yet. I'm sure they're going to come out over here. And then the site that lists it also lists Virtual On and Virtual Striker. Virtual On, uh, obviously, a huge game. Uh, and the nice thing is now your controllers have two sticks so that you don't have to try to get that $100 uh, accessory for the Saturn or for the Dreamcast, which is very nice. Hmm. But pretty cool. Sweet. More Sega games yeah. for you. Yeah. More old games coming back. I like that. Indeed. Indeed. I like that a lot. Uh, the next one, meh, Uncharted Fight for Fortune hits the Vita next month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is know. a card I, game? <laughs> yeah. Metal Gear Acid? Yeah. Is that what we're doing now? I guess. It could be popular. People know. like card games. It, well, that's the thing. I'm sure it'll do well in its uh, sort of area of expertise, and people who are into that will probably love it. Come on. It's but, like Nathan Drake version of Pokemon. Yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not for me. And, hey, that's cool. I mean, I'm sure that there are a lot of people that like it. But one of the actual kind of neat things with it is... um when it comes out, there's a new patch coming for Uncharted Golden Abyss right? Uh, that takes the artifacts you've collected and you can use them within the new one, Fight for Fortune. So basically you get a card for each of those artifacts that you found in the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's, that's actually like that cool. Yeah, that they're, you know, taking pieces from the other games and using them to enhance the new games. Yeah. It's a really neat idea. That actually is. I mean, you couldn't get everything on one playthrough on, on uh, Golden Abyss anyway. So the, here's your motivation if you're into this kind of game. Here's your motivation to get through uh, Golden Abyss another time. What, the Platinum wasn't enough motivation? Platinums are never enough motivation anymore, man. This is the internet era. <laughs> Things are going really fast. One of these, that's nothing anymore. You gotta have the cards, and then you gotta have the Vita, and you gotta have the 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 plushies, and and the T-shirts, and the hats, and the PlayStation Home collectibles, and all that stuff. Hmm. And maybe a little bit of advertising for Wonderbook that uh, came out and nobody knows about. <laughs> I just saw it in a store. I was like, "Wait, that's out!" Oh, geez, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Although I was impressed, I actually saw. An ad for PlayStation All-Stars during the football game on Sunday. So it was before the game came out. They actually advertised the game during an NFL football game. Unfortunately, because the trailer is really cool, but it was that live action trailer. So they didn't show any gameplay. Uh, Yeah. Those trailers are cool for for gamers and people that kind of know what's coming on everything else. But when you're on TV and you're advertising it, you want to show gameplay because quite frankly... That trailer doesn't really show you exactly what the game's about, even. 
I don't know. I, maybe I should have yeah. gone to school for marketing and gone into that field because <laughs> some of this shit seems really, really basic. No, you would have been fired already because you'd be trying to do stuff they don't want to do. <laughs> what do you mean you want to show day. gameplay? We don't want to show gameplay. That's the last thing we want to show. Uh, what do you mean advertise Wonderbook? What's, what's wrong it with you? advertises itself. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to do here, spend all of our money. Uh, uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Well, Collect your Uncharted yeah. cards on your Vita. Uh, it is cool that they integrated it with uh, Golden Abyss, though. That's actually probably the best thing I've seen for that. Very much so. Yeah. I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably not going to get that game. I I don't know. It's not my type of game. Now I'm going to ask for the review copy make sure that you're the one that reviews it. <laughs> you best. Actually, well, Josh, I got so much on my plate right now. <laughs> I'll do it if you do it. If you if you send it to me, I'll do it. I'll have to do it. I I worked with Thor. <laughs> That's true. I enjoyed hating that one. <laughs> I finished uh, I finished Iron Man two for everybody here. Wow! I'm playing Black Ops Declassified right now for everyone, and I I shelled up my own fifty bucks for it. Ugh. Well, speaking of Black Ops Declassified, oh man. Black Friday deals for the PS3 and Vita. Sony sanctioned. Sony sanctioned. That's right. So the Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation Bundle will be $199.99. Actually, they all will. Mm-hmm. So let me just get that out of the There you go. They're all going to be $199.99. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified Bundle and a Lego Batman 2 DC Superheroes Bundle. Okay, so there's two bundles out of the three that are worth getting. Yeah, well... Now, I'm not reviewing well, Declassified tonight. I'm just going to talk about it and what we're playing. But I'll just cut right to the chase. It's a piece of shit game. Don't buy it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the the sort of odd thing there is that the uh, Assassin's Creed 3 and yeah, Call of Duty f- bundles come with a 4-gig memory card. Lego Batman 2 comes with no memory card. Why the f- and you're getting a black Vita, unlike the white Vita with Assassin's Creed. So why does that yeah. not come with a memory card? That makes no sense. Does not wow. make sense. Anyway, so get the Assassin's Creed one. I, I hear good things about Liberation anyway. During the live call-in show a couple weeks ago, I think pretty much everybody that called in has either was either playing AC3 or Liberation at the time. And uh, a lot of recommendations. Yeah, And if you do not have a PS3 yet, or if you're looking for another PS3, because maybe you need a second Blu-ray player in the house. There you go. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Or third. Uh, or uh, fourth. Uh. <laughs> oh, hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, hmm. uh, you can get the ultimate PlayStation 3 value bundle for only $199. This is a really good deal. This is a really good deal if you don't have one. Uh, This bundle has a 250-gig PS3 system, which can easily be swapped out for a one-terabyte hard drive from Newegg.com. Really cheap. I priced the hard drive tonight for somebody. It was 80 bucks. Oh, 80 bucks for a terabyte hard drive for your PS3. Yeah, and it's super easy to do. You need a screwdriver. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Well, the... 
the right screwdriver or you're going to strip those things down. Yeah, you need a small screwdriver, a little, you know, the little finite ones, but it's minuscule it, it, screwdriver. It takes you 15 minutes to actually swap the hardware out, if that. The longest amount of time yeah, is the backing up that. and all that stuff. But if you do it right when you buy the system, yeah. it's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. So you've got your 250 gig PS3 system, which you'll have that 250 gigs till you pick up that uh, $80 terabyte hard drive. <laughs> exactly. So keep that in mind. Because uh, you're only spending 199 on this whole thing. This is ridiculous. Thing, all right. So the system, a 30-day PlayStation Plus trial. First taste is free. Uh, Uncharted Dual Pack, which has Uncharted 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And the Infamous Collection, which is one of the new bundles that just came out. It has Infamous 1 and 2 and Infamous Blood. Festival of Blood. Uh, uh, yeah, Festival of Blood. <laughs> and a bunch of costumes and stuff. Uh, one of the coolest ones is that uh, Cole's um, amp that he carries around. Mm-hmm. Uh, that switches to uh, Sly's cane. I remember that. That's right. Freaking awesome. It is pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> uh, and I mean, that's it for $199. So you're getting four games, a, a system, a 250 gig system, uh, the 30 day thing. Like I said, that's just the first taste is free, but four games, <laughs> four awesome <Yeah>. games. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're just kind of throwing you some middle of the road shit. These are awesome games. Yeah, that's that's a sweet. I really deal. wish. All right, um, it is. It really is. It is. But <laughs> I'm gonna throw this out there. I really wish at this point, especially at this point in the life cycle, they would just with every PS3 sold. You know, they all come with a DualShock. Yes. It would be really cool if they all came with a PlayStation Eye and a Move controller as well. I agree. I really do agree. Uh, you know, they I keep mean, trying to push that on everybody. And cheap. There's over 400 yeah. titles that support Move now. 400 yeah. titles. That's insane. The hardware for the PlayStation Eye is dirt cheap at this point. Oh, yeah. You can buy them dirt cheap. And uh, throw in a Move controller, just one. And there you go. Just get people, just get it in their hands. And then they can figure out, oh my gosh, this is great. And let's get another one. And an app controller. And this. And that. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Just get it in their hands. Because that's all you see with the 360 now, is almost every bundle comes with Connect. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Yep. So there we go. Yeah, very cool deal. Uh, and actually, this is Friday and Saturday from what it's telling you. So I know that some people, like, I know Keith was looking at getting a new PS3, and he was worried that it was all just doorbuster stuff on Friday, and nobody really wants to deal with that bullshit. But this is actually a Sony-sanctioned thing. The, the link that we have in the show notes for this deal is actually on the PlayStation blog. So this should be pretty much every retailer that sells the PlayStation 3 and the Vita. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon, exactly. So don't worry about that doorbuster stuff. You can just order it directly, which is a, a sweet deal. It's a very sweet deal. So I'm, I'm glad to see that they did that, honestly. All right. So what we're playing, I guess I'll start because uh, I, I didn't play very much because I played a lot of one thing. <laughs> a yeah. ton of one thing. <clears throat> so kind of me too. Yeah. So played some more Need for Speed Most Wanted. Uh, you know, I put the review up a few days ago and. Uh, just play more of it. The game just continues to really impress me. I know some people were like, oh, it didn't really do much for me. It's like another Burnout Paradise, but there is a lot more to it. And, and the biggest part of the game that I just absolutely love and I keep getting coming back to 
and I don't even try to have it happen, but I keep getting into police chases, and they just they all of a sudden you're into it, and you're just like you're. I'm sure my jaw is just wide open, catching flies, and just trying to get away from these cops, and it's so exhilarating, and, and it's just it really pulls me into the game, and I just I love it. I love I love what they've done with that cop chase stuff. So very cool. Uh, also a literal. Fuck ton of PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale for the PS3. Um, the Vita game comes on the disc, and they never activated it. So apparently it's going to get activated tonight, uh, later on, probably after the Vita firmware hits tonight. But, uh, yeah, I haven't played the Vita one yet, so the review that's going to be going up in the morning will be for the PlayStation 3 only. Once I get the Vita version and I start playing some online and everything else, I will append that uh, review to include the Vita version as well. So we were going to have one of our writers actually do the Vita version completely, but... It just worked out this way. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, also, all right, let's talk about this. <clears throat> so Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified talked about last week how nobody got their review copy. And I mean nobody. No IGN, no GameSpot, no GameShack, whatever, Shack News. Nobody got it. <sighs> I made that promise that I would take one for the team and play the game because we were told we were getting a review copy. Well, that never happened. So... Effin bought the game last night, and I couldn't believe I was spending $50 on this game to begin with because I knew it wasn't worth 50 bucks. If I was smart, I should have drove down to GameStop, picked up a physical copy so I could return it later, but I wasn't smart. Exactly. Damn it. <laughs> I, it was funny, too. Like, right when I hit the download button, I went, God, why didn't I just go down to GameStop? Oh. <laughs> anyway. So, um, two and a half gig get it on there there's really not much of a single player experience it's kind of like unit 13 where they send you out on these little missions and everything else but there's nowhere near the amount of content single player wise as unit 13 had then i went to play the multiplayer and as i suspected this game should not have the call of duty name on it there's really nothing there besides the interface and these uh, the, the like the scoring system nothing else even resembles call of duty uh it's Runs at maybe 20 frames per second. It's choppy. The choppiness is distracting. I lose my, my enemy. It's <clears throat> very difficult to control. It's very slow, very plodding. Um, the names that pop up above, above people's heads, yeah, those don't load in until like 15 seconds later after you spawn into a match. So you don't know if you're shooting at your friend or your, or your foe. <laughs> um <laughs> Throwing a grenade. Uh, now, this is a funny oops. one. Throwing a grenade. Now, what you can do, because the icon for the grenade and the concussion are right on the screen. So, like Resistance uh, Burning Skies, you can take it and you can drag it to where you want to throw it. Problem is that it never worked right. It just never worked right. So, now, if you want to just throw the grenade, un- you know, because you don't have an R2 anymore, uh, you have, because you're using your thumb. <laughs> Why? You need Did an R2, R2 get unit. shot in the Death Star <laughs> Trench? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but here's the problem. You know, on the right stick, you're using your thumb. Well, to throw a grenade, you have to use that same thumb on the screen. So you kind of have to line yourself up ahead of time and then go over and put your finger, your, your thumb on the grenade uh, section on the screen and then kind of f- do your fine-tuning with the left stick moving back, and you know, left and right, and then let the grenade go, and hopefully it gets even near where you want it to go. So the grenade throwing is essentially broken in this game. It's, just, it's terrible because it takes you away from controlling the game. Uh, sound is terrible. It's tinny. It's, just, it's not appealing at all. It's just bad. I don't think there's voice chat in the game because everybody's got a microphone on the Vita, and I haven't heard one person talk yet, which is 
ridiculous beyond belief. I'm sure if you're in a party, you know, you you set up a party on the Vita. Well, then you have voice chat, obviously, but there's no voice chat in the game. Um, what were my other complaints? Uh, it's it's sloppy. It's uh, it's it actually has you spawn in directly in front of a player that might even be in the middle of shooting his weapon. So you'll spawn in, you're just dead right away. <laughs> That's kind of one of those basics on multiplayer for FPS. You don't let that happen. Um, I mean, matchmaking seems to work. Okay. Uh, there's no domination mode. There's only like three or four modes. No domination. Well, guess what? I play Call of Duty. I play domination. That's all I play. Maybe sometimes hardcore, uh, search and destroy, and uh, maybe team deathmatch if we're just screwing around online or whatever. But domination's w- what I play. And that's not in there. So right away, I went, oh, this this is bullshit. Um, I've only played maybe about an hour. Uh, I played some more tonight before we recorded, actually, because I got so sick of it last night, I just put it down. Because I, I said, this is just absolute shit. Uh, I know Eric is reviewing it for us. He says he has a better, um, better uh, opinion about it. It can't be that much better. Because this game, it's even if it didn't have the Call of Duty name on it, it would still be shit. I'm, I'm sorry. I know people are really hungry for an FPS on the Vita. I am too. Um, but don't talk yourself into buying this just because of that want. Wait until Killzone comes out because this is poop. And I'll be brutally honest. Overall, I think Burning Skies is a better game. And you know why? Even though it's not perfect, it had a campaign that you could get through. I went all the way through the campaign with no problems. This doesn't even have a campaign. So for all those people out there that that bullshit, even though Josh is one of those people and he says he does it, but all these people that say they get the, the, the Call of Duty games for the story, guess what? You don't even have that here. I, you know what's funny? I had been looking at some of the reviews for this, and when I saw that it was just like missions, yeah, I was like, well, all right, then I don't need to read anymore because yeah. <laughs> if there's no story in it, I, I don't really care. <laughs> Am I, and I can't believe... I mean, obviously, we know who we're talking about, but I still can't believe that Activision actually has the balls to sell this game for $50. $50 for this absolute piece of shit, which is rumored to have a five-month development cycle. From a developer that is doing so poorly in the development game with uh, console versions that they stopped making console games after this game. They went to iPhone. Yeah, it's absolutely, it's poop. It's just poop. It makes sense. That they're moving to iPhone games. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame that they got put on Resistance and Call of Duty. I mean, two games that, you know, in the hands of the right developer. I mean, Resistance, uh, Retribution on the PSP. Way better game. Well, it's Ben Studios, though. They're game. awesome. Yeah. I, that was a really, really good game. I agree. And really a really good Vita. story. Really cool, I, and eh, well, yeah, it's a know. shame. So, you know, people are probably going to blast me that I don't know why because I was looking forward to having a Call of Duty on the on the Vita when they showed it at E three. I flipped out. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And then I saw the first video of them. Went, ooh, this doesn't look like it's going to be that awesome. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I heard it was nihilistic. I'm like, ooh, this is a lot going against it. But I still, the thing is. And, and I was, I got into this, I don't know why, but I got into this huge rant today on Twitter because every time I even mention Call of Duty on Twitter or Facebook, 
There's always like 20 people that just have to do the knee-jerk reaction of, oh, Call of Duty sucks. Fuck it. Piece of shit. But you're not informed. You're not, that, that's not an informed statement. Did you even play Black Ops 2? Because like I said, I'm not the biggest proponent of the Call of Duty series. I haven't been for a long time. Be, and in my opinion, the Modern Warfare series is absolute shit. But Black Ops, which I thought was going to suck because it was Treyarch, and Call of Duty 3, we all know, was a piece of crap, technically. Um, Black Ops was a good game, except for that one part with the stupid barrels in Vietnam. But it was a solid game, and it played great online. Modern Warfare 3 online was an absolute piece of crap. It was unbalanced. It was uh, hacker-happy. I mean, it was it was all the nuke boosting and everything else in that game. It was junk. Black Ops is a really good game. So to just say, oh, it sucks, play the game before you make a decision. And that's the thing. I had a lot of reservations about Declassified, but I still took it upon myself to try the game out. The other reason is is to tell people if they should get it or not, and I'm telling you don't get it, but I at least want to give a game a chance. Whatever, you know, because actually some people on NeoGAF are saying that, oh, it's actually pretty good. It's a lot of fun. I don't know if they're smoking crack or if they're doing the bath salts or what, but it's not even fun. It, it, it is so buggy and so choppy. And, the, I mean, the biggest thing is that the names don't come up over the head, so you don't know if they're, if they're your friend or not. Now, obviously, uh, Friendly Fire is off by default, but still, you're wasting a whole clip on somebody that actually is on your team. And the problem is the hit detection and, and just the notification is so bad that you don't know if you're shooting anybody or not. I had a guy dead in my sights. I came up behind him, and I was shooting, and I had his head right in my sights, and it was like Die Hard 2, where nothing was happening. I literally thought I had a, I had a gun full of blanks. <laughs> I knew I had him in Florida. my sights. <laughs> JJ, go get, me some, go get me some better ammo. <laughs> Florida. My name is Florida. Uh, I don't know. It's just, you know... I'm, I'm even trying to find a redeeming quality about the game. I think the texture is a little bit better than Resistance Burning Skies, but who cares? Because it, it, the frame rate is awful, and I was it was hurting my eyes playing it. It's just it's just bad. It's and it's all they're doing is regurgitating old maps too. They like they shrink down the maps, which are kind of funny because I find the maps in Black Ops too a little small too. But <clears throat> most of the time, not all of them, but. Um, I, I just, it's limited. It, it's not Call of Duty. And that's the problem. You get into the game. When you play a Call of Duty game on the consoles, you have a certain expectation on how it's going to feel, how it's going to play, how it's going to look. Even if nowadays the game still doesn't run in full 720p on either console, you still have an expectation of frame rate and feel and, you know, how it controls and everything else. This game has none of that. It is. It should not have the Call of Duty name on it, and that's the simple fact. So if you guys want to blast me, go for it. But at least try the game. If you, th- I will say though, I'm sorry, but if you say that you love this game, you're just a blatant blind fanboy because <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it 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 isn't. It's just not a good game. So anyway, uh, and the last last but not least. Uh, Played a bunch of Black Ops 2 over the weekend because uh, with, with the Newtown map and all that, uh, you get uh, double XP. So they had a double XP thing going on. So got up to like level 23, I think, right now, Matt. So I, I played for a few hours. Um, really wasn't feeling it at first. It, 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 <clears throat> there's something different about just how it felt when I was controlling it. But started getting, getting it down a little bit more. Uh, the inclusion of the score streaks is a pretty cool idea. Uh, it seems to be working pretty well. Uh, I kind of like... 
I kind of like how they're doing that now compared to like the last game. Uh, weapons, I'm having a pretty decent time with, but they kind of added a lot of artificial recoil for balance, which I think is kind of cheating. Uh, but I unlocked the foul now, and I've been using the foul like crazy. And then I've I've been uh, they have oh, what is it called? They have this wild card that you can put in there, and you can have your second weapon instead of having a, a pistol or something. You can have a second primary weapon. So I'm running a, 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 a submachine gun. I'm running the vector as my second weapon. And that's actually been a pretty good combo because if you get on a map that there really isn't a lot of like long line of sight, I can pull that vector out and and your groupings are pretty small. So I've actually been doing some pretty, pretty tearing it up pretty good with that. Uh, maps, uh, I gotta learn them. I mean, there's I'm, I think there's actually a couple maps I haven't seen yet. But uh, you know, matchmaking's been working for me. I know there a lot of people were having problems with connecting and everything else. I didn't have any problem at all before the patch came out. Uh, I was connecting to games. I wasn't getting any freezing and nothing, but a ton of people were reporting the, this problem. And I'm running. Actually, I was playing that game on both my slim and my old fat sixty. So I don't know. Um, yeah, but it, I mean, I haven't touched a single player yet. I'm going to do that later this week. Uh, but you know, the, the multiplayer is what it is right now. And I, people have been inviting me, but I, I kind of like to be on my own for a little while just to get the feel. Because if, I, if I'm out with people I know, I talk to them and I get distracted. Um, so I haven't you know, accepted anybody's invites yet. But the uh, game looks good. People are complaining about it, obviously. Oh, does it have a Vaseline cam and does it have this? You want a Vaseline cam, go play uh, the first Battlefield Bad Company on the original, on the PS2 and the 360 and all that stuff. That had a Vaseline cam. That was disgusting. I mean, it's it's the same engine. You know, they, they've modified it pretty heavily in this one, but... It's the same engine. It's the Quake 3 engine. What do you expect? I mean, it's, it's made for speed. It's, it's made for 60 frames per second. It's not made for Battlefield 3-like graphics with all that awesome lighting and everything else. The game cheats. Their engine cheats a lot. I'm used to it, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I'm not really defending the game. I'm not really... I don't know. I'm kind of up in the air on it right now for multiplayer. I like they have an option that you can boot into multiplayer right away, though. It's kind of nice. But it even, it even, oh yeah, <clears throat> it keeps asking me to do all the calibration stuff every time I log into it. So I don't know if it's not saving my settings or what. <laughs> so, That's weird. Yeah. But I mean, I'll, I'll try the, uh, the single player. I heard it's a little bit longer than Modern Warfare 3, which I don't think that'd be a too difficult thing to do because I think that single player was only four hours. So I'll give it a try. And uh, I think it's longer than that. I think I, I got played through it four hours and I'm not. Uh, I played on normal, and I'm I think I was through in four and a half. Because hmm. I've been timing my games lately. Thanks, Dylan mm-hmm. Job. <laughs> Dylan Job and I had a, I had a talk yeah. a long time ago about that, and we were like, "You always think that you played like eight hours, and then you look at the clock, and it's two. So we were talking about running a stopwatch whenever you play. Yeah, and I've been trying to I was do that lately. About that too. Yeah. That's so uh, yeah, I mean, it it is what it is. Apparently, they already took the Nuketown. 2025 map off the they have a 24-hour rotation of it where you could just go play nuketown all the time i don't know why people would want to do that i fucking hate that map but uh they already took it off the playlist which is kind of funny because that was an incentive to buy the game right away is you got that map for free so now hey you had it for free so you get to play it for a week now we're gonna yank it <laughs> nice. oh by the way uh vita firmer 2.0 is out so we'll be taking a break (laughs) well this is a big one though this adds an email client this adds uh playstation plus 
Yeah, this I'm ads. busy. The new browser? Did you hear about the new browser? Uh, Shu actually yes, it's tweeted about that. App. How bad app, badass is that? You can actually get out of a game. How bad app is that? Bad app is that? Uh, you can get out of a game and use the uh, browser as an app, so you don't have to actually close the game to go into the browser anymore. And apparently it sped up the process a lot, too. Yes, well, a new version is available. <laughs> Now you're gonna kill your internet internet connection. We're gonna get dropped, and you know my internet connection. No, I don't. think It's so. a piece of shit. It is. Nah, I don't think so. Whatever. <laughs> the hurricane. Uh, I don't think so, Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, new version. Look at that. Oh no, your internet is gonna get killed. Probably. I'm at my parents still, and oh look at that. It says four minutes left, but it's going. <laughs> yeah, now my parents' two minutes is. left. <laughs> it's funny. Um, my internet at home. Oh wow, mine says two minutes left, and it's really going fast. Yep, mine's Holy going shit. really fast too. This is nice. I'm sure this is just riveting to everybody listening. But um, it it's it's funny because I have Charter at my house. My parents have Time Warner. Charter. My internet is awesome. It really is. It's awesome. But their cable sucks. Like, we barely have any HD channels. They say, oh, we have 100 HD channels, but, like, half of them are God channels and, like, shopping networks and all this stuff in HD. <laughs> I come to my parents, and I look on their HD. I don't know how many channels they have, but, like, half of They just ha- It's like they have everything in HD. And I'm so jealous. But their internet? Eh, I, I gave them money to upgrade their internet while I'm here. So I have, like, three up at least. And I don't know what we have down here. But it's so just... Yeah, I mean, we, you and I keep having Skype problems all the time now. Like all of a sudden, Josh yeah. just can't hear me, and we have to restart everything, and blah blah blah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not uh, not too impressed with the internet here. Oh, that's okay, doing good well, today. Forty five seconds left. Speaking of updates, yeah, mine's just about done here. Um, I just saw another tweet about. All right, this is an Xbox update but mm-hmm. i mean this is important because this is something that the ps3 never picked up and mm-hmm. i don't know if it's because of money deals and exclusivity and all that stuff most likely but uh the new update is that all espn programming is now available on xbox live so you Everything. know what i don't know why i would need that though because i have all that on my cable why do yes, I need? Because but, you have to have. But the thing is, you have to have a cable provider to get that. So I'm already paying for the cable. I can get all that on my cable. Say that you do. No, you you do. You still do. I thought it was just for like the HBO and stuff like that. that no, you had to have a cable. No, provider. ESPN. You have to have it too. I saw that. I saw an article today on it. So huh. you're paying. You're already paying your cable bill to have all these ESPN channels, and now you're paying sixty dollars a year for for gold. So you can watch it on your Xbox instead of on your cable TV, which is simpler because you don't have another device running. I, I don't understand that. Well, I mean, Netflix, I get. Let me Hulu, tell you I where. Get. Okay. Let me tell you where this makes sense. Okay. There, there's a couple places this makes sense. This makes sense if you have one cable box in the house or two cable boxes in the house and the Xbox is on a TV where there is no cable box. So now you've got that. You also have all kinds of different things in there. I mean, this isn't just you can turn it on and just watch it like the cable box. You can do a lot of other things with it that you can't do on the cable box. You know? Yeah. 
because it's on the 360 and because it's everything and you can have reminders, it says, that Xbox will tag games and remind you. Uh, there's ESPN bottom line that's always scrolling around there. There's split screen so you can watch multiple events. You know, there's all kinds of little things like that that you can't do on cable. Right. And it's definitely something I would like. See, I said the same thing because for me, my 360 is on a TV that the cable box is on. And Mine I'm like, too. hey, that's neat. You know, HBO Go and Cinemax Go, but the cable box is hooked up here, so I don't need well, it. But that's the thing. HBO Go, but, Cinemax Go, um, Netflix, Hulu, all those apps, I get. I completely get. And I use them all the time on my PS3. But the ones that are like cable programming, I just don't get. I mean, maybe it's because I have cable boxes on all my TVs in my house. But that's the thing. HBO and and Cinemax and whatever, those are available on the cable box. The And the HBO Go and Cinemax, they're essentially the on-demand that you have on your cable box. Yeah, but see, and, I don't have that stuff because I have a TiVo and I don't get on-demand on that. Well, see, that's you. Yeah. So that's worth yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm the only person in the world that not. owns a TiVo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody owns a TiVo anymore. No, it's not like at all. Dinosaur stuff. Yeah, I want to buy a um, new one actually. But I mean, it's it's all the little interactivity junk that they throw in there, which is kind of cool. It would be neat, you know, if more of this stuff came to the PS3 as well. I mean, I, I like what they're doing. You know, they keep adding in all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, I still love that it took around. this long for the PS3 to get a Crackle app. Sony owns Crackle. Yeah, that is kind of messed up. <laughs> what the fuck? Crackle was on the 360, yeah. and the only place you could get Crackle was in home. And it on the really PS3. wasn't that good on home. The interface was terrible. I mean, it worked, but it was. I mean, you have to go through all those extra steps to go into home to watch it. Yeah. That was that was a little bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those things where, hey, Sony's got multiple divisions and uh they're not talking to each other. <laughs> That's Sony's biggest problem. Synergy. Yeah. We need the synergy. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. All right. Um I will I, so I wanna say one more thing really quick. Um still yeah. watching Arrow and it's still awesome. If you're not watching it, oh. you need to. Yeah, I have to start watching that. It I is a them. really good show. I haven't watched them yet. I, I okay. really love it. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, all right. So, uh, remember Doctor Who and the Eternity Clock? I do. All right. And how disappointed I was, how incredibly disappointed I was. I do. At that. Wow. All right. I have to turn off this, this PS Vita because I'm going to go through everything if I don't. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so there was supposed to be a Vita version of that, you know, that was a, that was a disc based PS3 title in Europe. Right. It only came out on the PSN here and there was supposed to be a Vita version day and date with that right. one and it disappeared and nobody ever said anything about it. Nobody ever heard anything about it. It just disappeared. <laughs> well, it came out. Uh, like a month or two ago, whenever it came out, and I saw it and thought, "Oh, yeah, that might be interesting." It's only ten bucks. That's you know not terrible. Oh, you didn't do it, did you? I did. Josh, I, I eventually did. Yeah, you know what? It's actually not as bad as the PSN version. It seems like the controls are a little bit tighter, a little bit better. 
That's even weirder then. It seems a little bit less buggy. Uh, That's really weird. It's been almost it's been almost a year since I I mean it feels like it's been almost a year uh since the other one came out and this one disappeared. I think they took the time to actually clean this one up a little well, bit. Why don't they release that fix for the PSN version then? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Actually, I haven't played the PSN version in a while, so maybe there is a patch. I'll have to go in and check that out. But mm. uh I got it. See, it's weird because it does share the game save. That was one of the other reasons I thought, oh, this would be cool. But, oh, no, you know what? There was an update. There was. Hmm. And I don't know if the update on the PSM version actually fixed anything, but what it did was it enabled all this sharing, essentially, between the two. Yeah. Uh, So, but with that, it wipes out your save. (laughs) Save that you had. Oh. Yeah, (laughs) Um, because it needs to be syncing the saves between the two. And to do that, however they coded it, they had to wipe out everybody's saves and make you start from scratch, Uh, which is a little messed up for a game that's been out for months and months and months. Um, But it's weird because it shares trophies similar to sound shapes. Right. But but not quite the same. Um, the trophies will, like if you, it doesn't share all of them. Okay. It's, it's weird. Like some of them you have to do over again in the other version to get them. They hmm. won't just automatically go. Uh, some of them that will trigger, uh, say you have to collect... Uh, X number of hats for the doctor. That's not going to trigger, like say you got all the hats in the PSN version and then you get onto the Vita, the moment you pick up a hat, it'll trigger that you got all of them Hmm. on the Vita. So it's weird the way it works. There there is sort of a rhyme and reason to it, but it feels like there is none (laughs) when you're playing it. You're like, wait, how did I, what? What? How? Where is this? <laughs> but I got that, but I didn't get this. What's? Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> it's really get weird. Get off my lawn! <laughs> so, playing through one, then playing through the other, you will get some of the... But that's the thing. You know, if you're sharing the game save, you may get some of the trophies that you've already bypassed. Like say you play like three levels on the PSN and then move your save over and then pick up on the Vita. Right. If there were trophies on those earlier, earlier levels that you can only get by going through them again, you're going to have to go back to those levels and play through them again. If you want those trophies. So the sharing of the game saves, You know, I don't think it was well thought out here. I think they weren't sure how to do it. I don't think they wanted to just automatically give two Platinums. Um, So they kind of fudged it where, you know, some will trigger, some won't. Some will trigger if you do X number of things, some won't. You know, it's weird. It's Mm. really strange. Um, But I've been messing around with it. And I've gone through some of the places. Oh, some of the... uh, the puzzles uh, are now touch-based, which right. actually makes them a lot easier. Well, I bet. Uh, because that was one of the biggest problems on the PSM version was the puzzles 
the controls didn't work well as it was. They, everything was buggy in there. And then when you try to be moving these things around with the controls, they never it wouldn't trigger half the time. Huh. And you'd end up having to do the puzzle over and over and over again. Uh, so it actually makes the game a little more enjoyable. I've I've been surprised by it. And I, I haven't played it... Uh, a lot, you know. I've played through the first couple levels, but uh, I'm enjoying it a lot more than I did the one on the on the PSN. Nice. So, and it's cheaper. It's like <laughs> half half the price. I think. I think the one on the PSN is twenty bucks. This is ten. So, I gotta butt in really quick here. Yep. Uh, Chris over at PSN stores did a test on the HTML5 um, performance oh, on the I browser. See that. Uh, the yeah. old one got fifty eight. The Oh, excuse me. The old one got a 58 score. The new one got 243. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, so... And actually, PS looks really nice on the new browser. Oh, nice. Yeah. Anyway, I'll get out of this now. Oh, my gosh. MST3K sale is launching right now. Buy what? one. Where? What? What? Buy them all. Where? Shoutfactory.com slash MST3K sale. Okay, come on, yeah. Sorry. This has got to be the most boring thing for people to listen to this week. Oh, my gosh. All right. We have to look at this during the break. Oh, my gosh. Oh, everything. My wallet is hurting. Big discounts. You know what's really great is I just uh, cataloged all my DVDs, so I know what I have and what I Oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of them there. This isn't good. Oh, Oh, man. Anyway. Single features, too. So what are you playing? Um, sorry this is a bad thing doing this like black friday week by the way i will say the email client on the vita is pretty damn cool and it's got a auto setting for yahoo and for gmail so you just have to put in your info and boom it pulls it right up i i just i pulled up an attachment you sent me that that banner you sent me before it comes right up it's it's really nice it's nice little email client so just saying anyway so what are you playing okay (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm not looking at my damn Vita, damn you. Stop right. it. Uh, One Piece Pirate Warriors. Okay. Uh, played a lot more of that. Played some online. Uh, what I could. I'll talk about that. Sure. <laughs> um, what else? Nights into Dreams. Oh, oh, oh. Which was I the Saturn you'd buy game. That. Yeah. Or the Dreamcast game, not Center. It was Dreamcast game. No, Saturn. And, huh? It was oh, Saturn. no, you're right. Yeah, 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 Saturn. So I have that stupid controller for it. Well, see, and that's the funny thing, because when I finally bought my Saturn, I wanted to buy that because I, I know you're not, you don't really like it, but everything I read was that was one of the big games on the system, and that was one of the ones that I never I got to play. I just don't understand why. Well... I never got the controller. I'd look for it every time at MGC, and I I might see one, and I didn't like the price of it. I just never bought it. I'm like, I'm not buying that for one game. Well, it's for two games because you can it. get Christmas nights, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> if you want to spend like 150 bucks. No. <laughs> you can get Christmas nights cheaper than that nowadays. Uh, not that I've seen. You're looking in the wrong uh, places, sir. Well, I haven't looked recently, but either way. I don't have to do any of that because Nights into Dreams showed up on the PSN and it includes Christmas Nights and it has an HD version. It has the original version. It's got everything. It's actually really cool. Hmm. Uh, all the stuff that they threw into it. The game itself, 
that's not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's just you going, it's a side-scrolling it. thing, but it, it has this faux 3D because you kind of go left and right in the, it, it's a weird thing, but you just do loops. It is weird. Yeah. yeah. And you're doing loops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Uh, it's interesting. I, and you run out of time and you fall to the ground and you have to run all the way back to this spot. Right. And then take off, switch over to the other character and fly again, which is interesting. You know, it's it's got some weird and quirky things going for it that I haven't seen in other games, especially of that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know... I, I'm kind of glad that I got it this way because the HD is better and it's kind of neat playing it both ways. Going back to the other one, uh, and Christmas Nights is there as well, uh, which is nice that it's just freely in there. Oh, I didn't know it was in there. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good because I mean, Christmas Nights was like this little add-on disc. It was really not that big of a deal. Yeah. It, well, it's the first level only, from what I understand, with, with Christmas ornaments and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, it's kind of neat. It's another one of those things where Sega, they actually put some real time into this and did a really good job Sure, with, you know, making an updated HD version that includes all the old stuff and, you know, you can play it in the old graphics or the new graphics and all. Right. So that's cool. Yeah. It's very, very nice. Um, and Toe Jam and Earl again. I keep playing the damn game. Uh, the nice thing about this is, and see, this is a big thing on this game, and I, don't, I, I almost feel like it's cheating when I do it, but you can actually save the game at any point. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, which you couldn't do on the original. You had, if you were going to play, you had to play through to the end or play through till you were dead. Yeah. Uh, and you had to try to make it to the end on that one game before turning Jeez. off the system. It was that kind of old cheater, cheater, uh, cheater. So yeah, I did actually save one game so far, um, but that's because it was like two thirty in the morning, and I was like, I really have to go to bed because <laughs> <laughs> I would have played till like five six in the morning uh, at the rate wow. I was going. Uh, I just love that game. It's just so goofy. <laughs> it's so much fun. Uh, I don't and, know why I never got into that game, but I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. It's just one of those things. And and it's funny because when I first started playing it, it was, it had to be just around the end of college, somewhere in college. And I remember sitting in a house with like three or four other people and two of us are playing and everybody is sitting around us watching and telling mm. us, open that, do that. No, do that present. No, go over here. Go there. <laughs> and everybody was just kind of, it was like this group effort through the whole thing because we we're desperately trying to get to the end of the game. Uh, it's fun, though. <laughs> it's very cool. So uh, that's all I really played. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that and uh, uh, Treasure Park, of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, which, you know, I've got a map out there. I've got a board out there that is freaking diabolical and it has tripped up so many people. And I, 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 dude, I don't want to make a new one because every time I start up, every time I start up, if, if it's not every single person that's played it, 
has missed the treasure all but maybe, you know, I'd say 90% or 85%, almost everybody misses the treasure on this one because it's, it's rough. Really? I mean, you could get it if you're lucky, but it's one of those things where the bombs and it, yeah, you have to see it. I'll send it to you. <laughs> you send it to me and I'm going to find the gem on the first try. Okay. I'll send it to you. <laughs> hey, uh, Yoshida-san uh, also did not get the treasure. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got the cheat code. <laughs> well, him and Chris uh, from PSN Stores, he didn't get the treasure. Wow. Uh, there's a couple people, yeah. Look at that you. Have, that have played it. Yeah, I'm very proud of this board. And I look at it and I'm like, I don't want to make a new one because that one is just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> It's really a rough one. Like I look at it and I'm like, I would just be so mad if I, this board came to me because uh, <laughs> it's just the colors all lined up beautifully to make it so diabolically hard. That's cool. Uh, and uh, I've been watching. I finally watched the last uh, whatever number of episodes of Eureka. I finished off like the entire series of Eureka, which I mean, the series ended what six months ago. <laughs> yeah, it's ago. been a while. But yeah, I finally sat down and watched the last couple of episodes, and I was a little upset where they were going with things, like the because la- I'm like, you've only got like three episodes left, and this is what you're doing with it. Why are you? Uh, 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 uh. But. I mean, that's what the show was the whole way through. Well, the show, I don't know. Did you ever actually watch? I've seen an episode here and there, but I never really, you know, knew the whole story and all that stuff. See, it's weird. Like, I think I've mentioned this before. The thing that kept me coming back was the characters themselves. Because it seemed very schizophrenic season to season. And it was one of those things where... You know, the first season, they seemed to have this idea of where they were going with it. It was very secretive and everything. And then they kind of opened it up. And the next season, I guess sci-fi needed money. Mm -hmm. They said, we're only going to put this on the air if we have money for it. So the entire season was sponsored by uh, some deodorant. Uh, (laughs) One of those hip deodorants. Did they coyly, like... Kind of place the deodorant in every episode, like they uh, do on the on the glades with their uh, their Kia ads. Oh, the new Kia! Wow, this thing's nice and roomy. Yeah, and the stereo's awesome. <laughs> actually, no, they went over the top with it. Oh no, they're bringing in pallets of this stuff into into the place. Like, oh yeah, we got this huge shipment of this. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even try to hide it you know and everywhere they turn and i think they even said on the show we got a corporate sponsor because that's what the dod wants to do now they want to try corporate sponsorship so this is our new corporate sponsor (laughs) and that was it and it was through the whole season and it was annoying as fuck but you know what they played it off as as a goof essentially that's pretty cool Uh, the next season yeah the next season there was a car it was, it, I can't remember what car it was, but the deputy 
had to like her car got replaced by this thing and she's like are you serious what is this where is my car <laughs> what do you mean a kia you bastard <laughs> yeah and she was furious about it but of course they souped it up and she was flying all over the place with it so that's pretty funny and that became her car and that was her car like right right to the end of the show uh but it, that was the thing like it was very weird it was all over the place with what they were doing with it with did was sci-fi behind it were they not behind it were they gonna have another nobody season? ever knows if sci-fi is behind a show that's even semi-popular exactly and that was the big problem but i will say the very end of the show the very last scene of the show i didn't see coming and when they ended it the way they ended it it was beautiful. Hmm, that's cool. It was a whole, it was a whole sort of a nod to the beginning of the show, and hmm. it was perfect. I had completely forgotten everything about it, and when I saw it, I just flipped out. I was like, "That is awesome! That is freaking awesome!" So that just made up for everything. One show uh, I'm actually getting kind of uh, kind of excited for because I'm hearing some cool things about it. Um, is one that uh, Kevin Bacon's in it. It comes out in January. I think it's called like the following. And the, the funny thing is apparently it looks like you're just watching another one of those CSI shows. And then it takes mm-hmm. this huge turn. And I oh, guess it gets, in, yeah. So I think it, I'm guessing it gets into all the conspiracy stuff and everything else, but it sounds like kind of some shadow government stuff and that kind of thing. So, because he Kevin Bacon was on the Nerdist podcast a few weeks ago, and they kind of alluded to something, but they didn't really want to give anything away, which is good. But uh, I think it starts in January to a mid-season replacement thing on Fox, but it, it sounds like they actually have some pretty good backing and everything for it, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh-oh. What? Did you lose me again? It's Fox. Oh, no. yeah. It's Fox, which well, means yeah. if it doesn't do 20 million viewers in the first week, yeah. They're going to drop all support for it. <laughs> and then Lifetime will have to buy it out. <laughs> and that's what they do. If you if you watch them, they promote the hell out of these things. And all they want is that commercial the next week. Last night, over 20 million people watched the following. <laughs> Did you? That wasn't you know, enough. If they, can't, if they can't do that... They drop all support for the show immediately, and it's off the air in, in like, a month. Right. That's happened with so many shows on Fox. It's ridiculous. I know. All they want is hits. If it's not a hit right out of the gate, they don't want it, and they drop it. <laughs> Your show's too liberal. Get rid of it. Yeah. Um, that reminded me, The Walking Dead. Uh, oh, my we're not God. not quite caught up. We're almost caught up. Hold on one second. One but second. Whoa, 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 one second. Okay. Somebody just emailed me all the Amazon Black Friday deals for movies. You need to get in on one of these. The Kids in the Hall uh, complete series mega set, twenty six dollars. I have that. Oh, okay. I already have. Yeah, I, I have got it, too. it for like twenty six bucks. Yeah, I think I did too. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, forward that to me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, okay. Um, the Walking Dead. I'm at a point where. Like, I've been reading the books, and um, somewhere in the 70s, uh, issue 70-something of the books. Mm -hmm. And at first, I was like, oh, this is fine, because I I was trying not to get ahead of where we are in the show. But when I did, because I needed to see what was happening, when I did, I was like, it doesn't really matter so much, because the books and the show are kind of like alternate universes, Uh you know? 
They're set. They are. They're exactly alternate universes. They're set in the same setting. You know, the same thing is going on. Most of the characters are there. There's some different characters here, some different characters there, but the way things play out is entirely different. Hmm. So I thought this is not a problem. It became a problem where when somebody died on one of the recent episodes, it didn't hit me so much because I was like, eh, I knew they were going to die. <laughs> Even though it was a completely different death, it was at a completely different time. I was like, they were going to die anyway. <laughs> so now I'm just kind of like, maybe I shouldn't have read so much. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That is kind of a bummer. Uh, but it's still great. I mean, the show it's it, the show is very different than the books. I mean, the settings are similar. It's probably a really good thing though, because same. if it was the same shit as the books, you'd know what to expect. You know, it, it's yeah. kind of nice to go yeah. into something fresh like that, and you think you know what's going on, but psh, I mean, everything's just coming out of left field for you. Exactly, and see, that's kind of the cool thing, and I don't understand why people who read the books, they're the ones that were the most vocal about this when it first came on the air and the first season happened and they were all like, that was terrible. Where was the prison? Where was this? Where was that? And everybody's screaming and yelling. I'm like, dude, it's a show. It's going to go on for multiple seasons. They have to drag things out. They have to do things differently. If it's exactly the same, why, why bother watching it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, uh, Kirkman has even said, you know, I like messing with people anyway. He's like, I like bringing on a fan favorite character and killing them off before the first commercial break. Exactly. <laughs> Just to flip people out, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. Uh, but, you know, it's it's been kind of neat because uh, I'm seeing characters and I'm seeing situations and I'm like, oh, geez, are they going to do the same? <laughs> Where are they going with it? <laughs> And they don't, you know, they won't go the same way or they'll take a much longer time to get there. And I'm like, the whole time I'm all tense, like waiting for it to happen. <laughs> you know, it's funny when you talk about that, because um, you remember I watched you play through that whole fourth episode of the game when I was there. Mm, yeah. And yeah. I saw kind of a preview for one of the episodes for the TV show. And it had to do with a baby. And I started thinking mm. about the episode. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was totally different, but it was just like this little parallel between them. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the funny thing because I hadn't read too far in the books when I was playing uh, the game. And you get to this town in the game and it's this walled off area and there's these people that live there and there's this deep, dark secret and everything. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I'm reading the books and they get to this town that's walled off and there's a deep, dark secret. And I'm like, oh, it's the same place. And it wasn't even the same place. It wasn't even remotely the same place. <laughs> nice. And I, actually, I think we got there in the show first. And I was like, I think I know the secret. And then I saw some people there and I was like, oh, no, I don't know the secret because those people wouldn't be there. <laughs> wow. I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's neat. It's neat that they've got all three of them going on and they're all, you know, they're all sort of interconnected, but they're all independent. They all kind of take place in their own universe. Right. Sort of. 
So, and there is, you know, cross pollination in a way. You'll see some of the same characters come across in all three of them, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, but they all kind of live in their own world and do their own things, which is neat. It's, it's really, really cool. Yeah. That that they've is been able to cool. do all that. So. Neat. Yeah. It's very nice. Excellent. All right. Well, I guess we'll uh, take a break and play with our Vitas for a little while. <laughs> and look at Black Friday deals. And look at Black Friday deals. I did learn one thing really quick um, because I couldn't find it anywhere. The whole time you were talking, I'm looking. I'm like, where the fuck is PlayStation Plus on the Vita? Mm-hmm. Go into the content manager, and you'll see that there's a third item there now to connect to the online storage. And you can actually f- copy all your save files up to uh, online storage from there. So it's all handled in the content manager. So instead of plugging into your PS3 to get to the content manager, you just launch it manually, you go to that, and it works. So I uploaded uh, 37 uh, save files, and it went really fast. Although I did notice one thing, and I, I guess I have to dig around more, but I didn't see anywhere that told me how much storage I have left. Although, you know, it's a gig, so obviously there's going to be a lot of space. But a uh, <laughs> little, little, I was like, eh, it's not really telling me how much I have left. And I might have just taken two megabytes up, and I need to know that. <laughs> well, I am now uploading all of mine. Select all. It didn't select all of mine, though, because there's a couple things I haven't used yet, like Foursquare. So I don't oh. have a save file, yeah. So that's kind of cool to figure that out, too. Well, my... Uh, see, and that's the thing. The Doctor Who save, yeah. uh, it does like but a if cloud it, if save. But if it shares a save, yeah, if it shares a save, it should be on its own system. Yeah. It wouldn't be on Plus. Well, it's here. No, it's here on Plus. Well, it'll be on plus, but to actually do the the, the game or the 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 game save share between oh. the PS3 version and the Vita version would be on its own system. It wouldn't be using plus. All right, this is sweet, but it's also a pain. I why crap. All right, well, you select all, and this yeah. is this is not boring people. This is information for people <laughs> <laughs> and boring. You go in there and you select all. That's great. But if you notice, over to the right, there's a little I for information. Mm -hmm. And you click on that, and that's where it says upload automatically, and it's it's unchecked. You have to check it off. You have to check off every single one of them. Yeah, but you know what? It's good that they have that. I'd rather have that off by default than on by default, honestly. Personally, I would. That's yeah. dude. That's how you fill up your PlayStation Plus cloud storage. Because remember, Mister, I have a gig and a half. That <laughs> remember that. Remember, remember that huh? when you uh, when you threw the brand in the bottle at the referee. Huh? Remember that. Huh? Yeah. When when I blew through my gig of storage on the PS3. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> now, when are we going to up it to two gigs? <laughs> Somebody get on that. I've got a complaint. Oh boy. Could I could I take some of my Vita gig storage and use that for the PS3? <laughs> I know yeah, they're separate, but well, that'd be kind of uh, cool. Huh? I kinda need some. Maybe if you weren't yeah. just a gaming whore, maybe that wouldn't uh, yeah. Maybe if uh, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Maybe if I was actually getting paid for this, it would make more sense that I was actually yeah, more. Yeah, <laughs> then I could afford $50 for a piece of shit Call of Duty game. Uh, you heard me. Yeah, anyway. All right, well, uh, let's take our break so we can look at all these Black Friday deals. When we come back, we will talk some uh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. We'll talk some One Piece. And what was the other one you are going to do? 
The chair. Oh, the chair <laughs> from Sumo, yeah. Yes. So, uh, and tons of emails. Oh, man, this is going to be a long show again. All right, we will be back. Josh's time. Yeah, buddy. So uh, we're going to start off with your review of what is a One Piece Pirate Warriors? Correct. Did I get that right? Correct. I haven't played it for a while. So uh, yeah. So tell us. I I mean, I've talked about it. We did a live stream of it. Or I did a live stream of it. Boy, it had to be about a month or two ago. And uh, I had fun with it. So I want to see what you think. Yeah. It came out at the end of September uh, here, and it's based on a Japanese manga series, uh, which is weekly Shonen Jump magazine. It's it's funny because my cousin got me a copy of that. Oh, geez. It had to be like seven or eight years ago, maybe ten years ago. Oh, yeah. And it, it was just sitting around my house forever. I I skimmed through it and everything, and he was on the cover. Uh, Luffy. I think he's... <laughs> isn't he, like, the main character? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um. So that was the thing. Like, I, I knew him. I recognized him. Oh, I want to say there was a game it. for, like, the Genesis or the SNES or something. I remember some One Piece stuff there's, back in the day. Well, there's a PS2 game. Yeah. Uh, for One Piece. Yeah. I thought there was I mean, an older these, one even. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, there probably was. I mean, they've been a, it's been around for a while. Um, but, so the game itself. All right. So, you are Monkey D. Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> and when you eat this gum gum fruit, that's apparently gum-gum. what he ate. He ate the gum gum fruit, and it allows him to get all stretchy bendy like Mr. Fantastic. Um <laughs> And he can he can use all these powers. He can blow himself up into like a big balloon. He can do all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, the game itself is it's kind of a beat 'em up. I mean, in a way, it's like a 3D beat 'em up. Uh, it's like an action game. Well, it reminded a me a little bit of like Dynasty Warriors or something, where you have just yeah. hordes of enemies coming at you, but they're all in waves. Yeah. Yeah, it is very similar to that. Uh, it is Tecmo Koei game. Uh, True. And uh, Bandai, actually. They're all involved in it, Namco Bandai. Um, so, yeah, uh, 
the idea is uh, his thing is he eats this gum gum fruit. He's a pirate. Uh, he gathers together his friends and they go off searching for this uh, legendary One Piece. Uh, all his friends are, of course, cool, badass people. Some are goofy. Emo. Some are weird. Yeah. Stylish. They're all over the place. Uh, and you'll get to play as a lot of them uh, in the game, which is really cool because they all have their own unique fighting styles and everything. Right. Uh, there are a ton of moves to learn uh, for Luffy. Uh, you don't really need to learn them, though. Uh, you can get through this game on yeah. just a couple moves. Yeah. <laughs> Even like on the normal level or I haven't tried the hard level, but on the normal level, you can kind of work your way through it with, uh, just maybe two, three go-to moves. Uh, you can get it. And even with the bosses, you know, you just need to figure out what the deal is with the boss, what the oddball thing is with the boss to take him out, whatever is right his weak spot is or whatever his tell is, you know, whatever you need to do, uh, in the pattern to take care of him and you can still, you can get around it. So it's not incredibly hard. Um, it's a fun story though. It's kind of neat because the whole thing is, yeah, they're, they're telling the story, uh, sort of in reverse, you know, they're, they're all sitting around somewhere and they're telling the story of how they got to where they are. So you keep getting these flashbacks, and that's what you're playing is is all these flashbacks. Uh, and it's cool because in a lot of them, you know, you tell me when you met this person, and you go and it's when you first meet up with this character that is part of your pirate gang already, you know, but this is when you first met them. Uh, so the bosses are wild. <laughs> Yeah, the boss battles are crazy. Very bizarre. You'll and these are all guys that eat other kinds of things like the devil fruit or something like that. And you know, the one guy you you fight him as one of the other guys on the pirate ship and this guy is all into swords. He carries two swords in his hands and one is in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I remember that guy. <laughs> so he fights with three swords and his thing, you know, he cuts this, this guy up and the guy breaks into pieces and then forms right back together again. So you can't take the boss out that way. You have to find another way to kill him. Uh, but you'll find bosses like that. Just weird, crazy bosses. It's, it's a very Japanese game. And I say Japanese oh. in that lovable, weird way. Yes, it's an anime. It's based on an anime. And it looks absolutely gorgeous. It looks all hand-drawn. It's beautiful animation in it. Uh, I'd suggest playing with the Japanese dialogue. It's so much better. (laughs) Well, actually, no. I played with the American dialogue because it's so, like, it's it's to such extremes. Like, a couple of the voices are actually pretty good, but most of them are just absolute crap. And that's part of the charm to me. Because, you know, we didn't have DVD back in the day when I was young and everything else. You'd watch something like this, and it would always be that crappy dubbed. It was always the same voice actors on all that stuff. Yeah. Like G-Force and Thundercats and Voltron and everything. It was always the same voice cast. So, to me, that was kind of more endearing, I guess, because I grew up with it. 
Yeah, I, I like the – I always, if I have the choice, always take the original language option. And there's uh, there's subtitles. The, the one problem I ran into with that, though, is you'll get into a tough battle, maybe even a boss battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and all this stuff's going on. You need to pay attention. You need to be hitting you know, the right buttons when when things come up. And people are talking. Yeah. And I can't look down at the screen and read the dialogue and keep the fight going on because I'm busy looking at other parts of the screen because of the fight. And I miss out on half the dialogue that way. Yeah. And it's usually like to some whacked out shit like, oh, you think you're so tough. Well, maybe I'll try this on you or oh, you should join my gang. Ugh. Hey, have you tried well, my new pie recipe? But one of them was actually telling you how to beat this boss. Yeah. <laughs> and it took me like two or three tries before I figured out, like, I I kind of glanced down at one point and saw something to that effect. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, what? And I got killed again. And I was like, all right, let's, <laughs> let's just try to read this next time. Uh, because two of the characters are off screen and they're talking about you. And one of them is saying all these, Oh, well with this guy, you really just have to. And, and he's yelling to you. He's like, you really have to wait for him to do this. And then you can go hit him with this. And I'm like, Oh crap. I couldn't figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) So that's one downside of, of the, uh, going with subtitles. So you're saying that what I did was probably the right way to play it. No, I don't say no, that's the right you, way No, to play I'd, it. I'd say that's probably the right way to play it. Well, you'd say that because you're a jerk. No, because then that. you understand what's going on and you don't have to like pause the game and try to read the text. Well, I don't you actually pause hear the what's game. going on. And, well, you know, no, I don't and pause the game. It's, it's just, you know, that's the way the game is supposed to be played because no, there's audio cues. It's and my failure. Japanese, you would, it's my failure as a player on. for not knowing Japanese in the first place. There you go. Well, you know, see, I already knew that I didn't know Japanese, so I. You know, went with the English dialogue, so I knew what the heck was going on when I was fighting the boss. Uh, so instead of trying to read what was on the screen because I was worried about the boss, I could hear what's going on. That's now, all. What you should do is just learn Japanese. I'll get on that next year. There you go. <laughs> so I'll just give Will Powers a job and have him come here and translate all the games for me. There you go. <laughs> uh, so... You know, you go through the game, you're picking up all the different characters along the way. And as you pick them up, uh, you're playing through the log, essentially. And what you do is... It's log. (laughs) As you pick up all these other characters, you can play them in another log. So you can play through their storyline. Which, I mean, there's a lot to this game. Oh, yeah, When you go through... All the different characters and all their different storylines. And there's points in the game where you switch to one of the other characters in the main log. You'll switch to one of the other characters. And depending on how you play it, like if you get killed or if something happens, the rest of the story will play out differently. Right. So, you know, there's there's some depth to it. Uh, There's you're earning coins along the way and you're finding coins. If you look hard enough, some of them are, there's like usually one hidden on every level somewhere. Yeah. I noticed that pretty quickly. Uh, you can use these coins. You'll put them together and you'll arrange them to like boost up your powers and things like that. And depending on how you want to arrange them, 
if you arrange three of a certain kind or four of a certain kind, they'll boost each other and give you something else. You know, so there's there's all this separate RPG like thing going on in the background uh, if right. you really want to get into it. But you don't have to delve too deep into that if you don't want to. Actually, I didn't even nice. understand it half the time. I was like, "What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, doing what the who know?" <laughs> it's it can get pretty involved there. Uh, so it depends on really how much you want to get into it and really pay attention to it. Uh, the the game itself, it's it's relatively straightforward. I mean, you know, you're beating people up most of the time, uh, just fighting your way through hordes of enemies. Uh, there are levels where the whole level is open to you, but what you have to do is kind of capture territory. And you have to clear out all the guys, and then like a mini-boss will come along, and if you kill him, uh, their morale falls, they'll all run away, and you own that territory now. Then you have to move on to the next one and kind of work your way through the level, just kind of capturing territory and getting key points and everything like that. Right. Uh, So that stuff goes on. There is the thing you were talking about last week or the week before, whenever it was, with uh, there's a an escort mission that pops up hmm. within the first couple hours of the game. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought – I remember you saying something about how terrible it was or how much you hated it. It, it was just that it kept going and going and going. It just got really repetitive to me. Yeah, see, I didn't really have a problem with it. I – actually liked it because it was sort of a break from just when you're starting to get into this and you're thinking, ah, is this what it's going to be like? It's just, okay, here comes another way, beat them up. Here comes another way, beat them up. Then suddenly it changes and you have to carry this, this character up this mountainside, essentially moving from place to place. And you have five minutes to do it. And I was like, wait a minute, this could be a really short level. How are we going to do this? But Along the way, there's fire, you know, there's little yeah. fires going on. And if you get yeah. her within the area with the fires, it, she'll recharge, she'll feel better. And you have five minutes again to start over. Yeah, that was the thing. Like you had to put her down and then you were on the timer and yeah, uh, that, all that stuff. I don't know. It, it was neat for a while, but it just got really old to me. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was actually pretty cool. Um and, you know, crazy enemies. You're going to run into that all over the place. Um, yeah. uh, the, the the thing I was talking about, I just looked up one of the... I took pictures. <laughs> just to remind me. Uh, Wait, did you use the capture thing or did you just, like, use your phone? No, I just... I used the, the phone because I didn't have time to hook this up the whole crap. capture thing. Yeah, that whole USB port is really tough. Uh, well, getting it onto... Uh, no, I'm just giving it shit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, the team skill. That's one of the things with the coins. Uh, yeah. So if you set uh, three, it says, if you set three coins in a particular special combination, you can activate a team skill. Uh, so, Which I did, but I had no idea what that did. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, you have a team skill. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, it gives you just uh, new powers and things like that. So it's actually really cool. Um, mm. You're constantly learning new moves uh, with your character, which is all kinds of fun Yeah. Uh, when he tries to figure these things out. There's light puzzles involved in the game. There's a lot of platforming as you get deeper into the game. There's, like, puzzle platforming. Um, yes. 
So you get into stuff like that. Uh, the online piece. The online piece is a lot like that battle piece where you're trying to capture territory. Um, oh, okay. yeah, I didn't get into the multiplayer at all. But the thing is, you're supposed to be doing it with a friend. Uh, you know, you're both running through to capture. You pick from all the characters that are available um, right. throughout the game. Uh, but the problem is finding people. <laughs> there aren't a lot of people online playing this, at least all I, the times I tried to play. Yeah, I think that's what happened when I was streaming. Is I, tr- I think I tried to go online and nobody was there. Yeah, I I tried and tried and tried. I, I connected with somebody in Switzerland. <laughs> and... <laughs> Either, Send me a watch and some chocolate. Yeah, either they didn't have a headphone uh, microphone on, or they, or there is no mic. I, I'm not sure. Or they uh, were just staying neutral. They yeah, didn't want to get involved. That's true. Damn Swiss. <laughs> um, but but I'm Swiss. But they have cool army knives, from what I understand. <laughs> that's what um, I've heard. Yeah. So, but they were also the assholes behind the swatch. Well, that's true. Yeah. All right. So they're a mixed bag, the Swiss. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, even with that, you know, we played for a little bit and then they just dropped off, disappeared. I don't know if their connection was lost. I don't know if they just didn't like me. And then like, that couldn't be the you case. You blame them? Their really? connection must have lost. They're probably <laughs> IGN fans or something. <laughs> well, then they should love me. Uh, I'm all about the IGNs. Yeah, um, and the TVNs and the and the HBOs joysticks and, and the yeah and the uh, yeah everything. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know about the online. I mean, if you're getting it for the online, I wouldn't get it for the online. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't exactly. seem to be a whole lot of people playing. Uh, and quite frankly, there is enough depth in this game alone. There, there's enough to do in this game. Definitely. Just with the number of characters and the number of levels and everything that goes on in this game and the hidden stuff to find and uh, there's a lot. This is, this is a very very long game if you want to play through all of it. So it's really worth uh, worth it if you're into that type of game. Uh, fun action game, wacky Japanese humor and stuff like that. Characters. Be aware uh, that it's a huge download though. It's like 11 gig. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's a very big game. Um, I, th- I think what happened was I don't think that came out on disc over here. I think they just no, it didn't. to release it in the U.S. They probably just said, "Okay, we're just going to go digital and you know reduce our costs for manufacturing all that." Because honestly, yeah. that game's probably not going to sell a ton of uh, of units. Well, that's probably why they did it. Yeah, because it yeah. is it's available in Japan. I know it's available in Europe. Um, so it is available in those two territories on disc. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the disc never came to, uh, the North American territories. It was only PlayStation network download. Right. So, uh, I, I'd have to give it at least an, yeah, yeah, actually, it's not an A game, dude. It's not an A because there's control problems. I mean, the the controls are really, really stiff. I I bought the controls. I didn't have a problem with the controls at all. Not one problem with the controls. The only place the I had a problem with... No, not for me. Not to me. 
Okay. I also played with the camera. I also played with the... I mean, there are some options there to, to mess with things. Uh, because right off the bat, I didn't really like how it was controlling, and I did go in there and switch some things up. But mm. I, the only place I had you know minor problems with it like that were where you're fighting hordes of enemies and suddenly I'm facing the wrong way and I have to swing the camera all the way around. And I mean, you're exactly. in a 3d environment, so you're running all over the place and I'm constantly having to move the camera back into place to face that wave of enemies that's behind me now. But, but um, see, that was one of the problems was that every time there was a new horde of enemies, they were always behind you. So you're constantly no. doing that. Yes. No, 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 definitely not. No, a lot of times they're dropping right in front of you. It depends on where you are in the level and which, who you've killed so far, I think. Um, because a lot of times I have them drop them right in front of me. Mm. Uh, so, And the cool thing is when there's a boss or even one of the mini-bosses, uh, maybe one of the mini-bosses, but definitely with the boss, uh, if you click R3, it'll do a camera lock onto the boss. Yeah, although I was losing lock every now and then for some stupid reason. But, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. So, I mean, with everything that's involved in this game, the sound is great. The music is great. The I love the Japanese voices in it. The <laughs> cutscenes are gorgeous. Yeah, the cutscenes are gorgeous. And when you step right into the game, the game looks just as good. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful yeah. game. It is. It's a beautiful game. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have the little control problems and stuff like that you had i think it's at least an a minus uh there's a lot to this game and a lot of fun to be had in there i think so uh i really like it um Mm. so for me that's what i'm giving it i know you'd go lower but i like it i would have given it a b yeah yeah i really enjoyed it so there's some really, really good things about the game, and I think there are some things in the game that are truly unique in a good way. But I, like I said, I had camera problems, I had control problems every now and then, and um, yeah. But you're the reviewer. <laughs> well, and that's why you need to go in and you need to tweak <laughs> those things. <clears throat> I did. Uh, you know, you all that's recorded. You can go spot. look at the stream and see what I did. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't find your sweet spot, that's all. I guess not. Maybe not. All right, well, uh, let's let's talk about a game that uh, it's had a long history with us, especially, and with, with a lot of PlayStation gamers. Um, by the time this, the show's out, the review will be up on the website for uh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Uh, as I mentioned before, the Vita version actually comes on the disc, but it's not activated yet on the PSN store. So I have not been able to play the Vita version at all, except for the beta, which, uh, based on how the final game came out, I'm not going to judge the Vita version of the full game off the beta, because the full game on the PS3 is quite a bit better than the beta, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> so first off, uh, just as kind of a little bit of background, you know, we, we've talked about this game ever since they they revealed it, and I think Josh and I were both kind of on the same page, where... <clears throat> there's always that that obvious comparison to Smash Brothers. You know, th- there's a few things that you can compare to Smash Brothers right away. It's because it's on, like, the single-screen arena most of the time. It's from a bunch of different properties on the console, just like Smash Brothers. And there's four players on the screen, just like Smash Brothers. But literally, that is where the comparison ends. It um, plays a lot differently. <laughs> it plays a lot differently. 
And like I mentioned last week, you know, even off the beta impressions were the fact that the controls, everybody has the same control movements. So everybody has an up and square or an up and triangle or an up and circle. Okay. Everybody's supers are kicked off by R2 for using a dual shock. That's the biggest difference is that once I realized that this game is more of a quote unquote brawler than an actual fighting game, it clicked. I really felt like I was playing an arena version of like a Streets of Rage or a Final Fight or a Double Dragon. And that's literally how it feels once you really get deep into this game and figure it out. So even though everybody has the same movements, the movements themselves kick off a move that is unique to the character. So the nice thing is, and I, and I have this in the written review, kind of the way I explain it is like Ryu ha- in Street Fighter has, you know, you go down, down, right, right, and punch for fireball. But Guile doesn't have that. If you want to throw his whatever fireball move, it's a charge move that you hold back and then push forward with a punch. So you have essentially a fireball from both characters, but you do it a different way. So instead of having that where Guile doesn't even have a down, down, forward, forward move with a punch, every character in this game has every single move the same way, like the movements themselves. But like, there's some characters where if you push up and square to do an uppercut move to get them into the air for a juggle, other characters actually don't even put you into a juggle. It's a different move. So you have to get a, 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 an opponent into a juggle a different way with certain characters. So that's what you need to learn. You need to learn what, what button presses do what for each character. The nice thing is they incorporate a lot of tutorials, a lot of training and uh, actually some other modes just to try to kind of teach you how to do combos and how to do air juggles and how to do even simple movements that you had to do in the beta, you know, where you hold the block button and you move right and left to spin out of the way, that kind of thing, and you can do it in the air as well, um, which is nice. I mean, uh, luckily they sent over a, a really nice review guide with this game. Uh, it's almost like a strategy guide, but <clears throat> they don't give any strategies. Go figure. But it's cool because they give you all the move sets and everything else, and, and that's when I figured it out. I was looking at all the move sets. I'm like, wait a second. Everybody's got the same controls. Every, everybody's got the same commands. And that's when it clicked. I'm like, oh, okay. So you start getting into the game. And just so everybody knows, uh, you know, I really was not that hyped for this game. I played the beta, and even with the beta, I just did not like it. I was getting frustrated with it. I was losing my character all the time, just like you were, Josh. <laughs> I, I was getting really, really frustrated. And I, I, I mean, you can attest to it. I emailed the whole group and said, I don't know if I want to review this. I don't think I'm going to be able to be fair with it. I, I really liked what they were doing with it. I think that conceptually and, you know, visually and everything else, I, I really love what the game was. But personally, just playing it, I wasn't feeling it. Um, that's, yeah, that's exactly where I was, too. I mean, I'm yeah. not a huge fighting game guy as it is. But I love the whole concept, and I love all the characters and the backgrounds and everything they were doing with it. But, yeah, Right. No, and, and I, I basically said to myself, because I was sitting at my house, and I said, okay, I'm going to play it for a couple of days. If I can't get into it, I'm going to get one of the other guys to review it. Because I wanted to make sure it got a fair shake. Because I think this, this game is in a really unique position with Sony, you know, where a lot of people are going to, it's obvious they're going to judge it compared to smash brothers, even though I don't think that's really a fair comparison. Once you get into the fighting system itself, you know, but that first impression is, Oh, it's a smash brothers clone until you start playing with it. And you're like, Oh shit. No, it's not. 
<clears throat> so some of the differences, uh, I, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but some of the differences are the fact that the only way to get an actual kill on an opponent is with a super. You can't just beat the hell out of them, get to a 999% and then finally knock them off, um, knock them off the ledge or whatever. In this, if you knock them off the ledge, you just regenerate. You take a couple of AP point hits, but you just regenerate. You don't die. Uh, the other thing is, like I said, the whole move concept and, and how the moves are actually done, it's less of a fighting game where you have a fireball movement and more of a brawler. So you're actually, you know, you're jumping and kicking or you know, you're jumping over somebody or you're dodging or whatever else. So it's a lot more frantic. Um, I played through the story mode for all 20 characters. Every single character I played all the way through. So <laughs> I don't think I'd be enjoying this game if I was doing that. I mean, there's certain extents that people go to when they're reviewing a game to make sure that they they give it a fair shake and everything. But we don't get paid for this. <laughs> it's, it's not my job. Um, but I really got into it. And one of the ways that I got into it is the fact that I do think the game controls extremely well with the DualShock 3. And actually, the DualShock 3 allows you, uh, actually affords you a couple of shortcuts using the right stick. The right analog stick, you can actually hit that. And it's kind of a shortcut for a couple of moves for each character. But I plugged in my fighting stick. And it's got configurations for the fighting stick. And once I figured out, like, what the buttons are, where they are, what they do, I've been doing nothing but playing with that fighting stick for a week and a half. Yeah. So once I did that and I started figuring it out, and I'm not, you know, you're never doing a fireball movement. You're never doing a charge move, anything like that. It's all just movements and button presses, movements and button presses. And I, I finally just... It, I clinched onto that that combat system, and it made total sense. And I really started having a good time with the game. Um, each character is a it's a it's a really thin storyline. I mean, there's an there's an opening and a, and a closing basically. In the middle, it's just fighting. You're fighting AI, so you've got free for all matches at a time. So you have to inflict the most amount of damage in three minutes. Um, there's also ones where you have to get three kills. You have to be the first one with three kills. Which is kind of nice, because depending on your level 3 super, if you can get up to that, you can hit the button, it's an insta-kill. All three of them are done. <laughs> so you can be done with a match in like a minute. Nice. Which is cool. I'm, but that, that's something that you start learning when you start playing all these characters, is how they balance everybody. I mean, there's obviously the whole rock, paper, scissors concept, like in most fighting games. But they've done an, an, just an incredible job at balancing all these characters out. So... Usually when you play like a Street Fighter or even a Tekken or whatever else, you can tell that certain characters are a Tier 1, a Tier 2, a Tier 3, that kind of thing. Um, and that's kind of a boastful thing if you can actually kick ass with a, a Tier 3. I mean, obviously the character that everybody thinks about is Dan in the Street Fighter series, who's uh, a, a rip on the SNK uh, uh, fighters. See, he barely has any moves. His fireball only goes like five inches, that kind of thing. So if you can get really good with Dan, you're considered a really good fighting game uh, a competitor because you can still win with a character that's very underpowered in this one. There still are some tiers, but it really seems like the lines between those tiers are very gray. Uh, they've done just an exceptional job of balancing out even like characters that you would expect to not be very good, like Sackboy or Toro. Um, if when you learn their moves, they can be extremely powerful, especially because they're faster and in this game, faster characters can get really effing annoying because they'll jump all over the place. They'll do a lot of dodge moves, everything else. I mean, Sly Cooper can't even block. But you can go invisible with him and you can teleport with him. 
yeah. as a standard move. Yeah, so because Sly is awesome. He is. He's actually really good in this game. He's really good if you can if you can learn how to play with him. He is extremely effective. Um, and and that's the thing. I mean, I've I don't know how many hours I put into this game. Even not even online, just single player. Fighting the AI, going through the you know the tutorials and that kind of thing. I've put hours into this game already, and luckily you know they set up some play dates for us, so we got to play it online. And um, you know the beta always played really well online after the initial run. And I gotta say, I mean you know there's only a, a handful of people online right now, so who knows what it's gonna be in the in the real world? But online is great. I mean it's smooth as silk. It. The matchmaking works great. Uh, the voice chat is really clean. It works exceptionally well. Uh, it's kind of cool. There's ranked and there's unranked, you know, and ranked, you're, you're really stuck to a set of rules. So many minutes, you know. There's two different modes. There's, like I said, the free-for-all. Uh, you can also do a team match. Uh, in ranked, it's always two versus two. Unranked, you have a little bit more uh, freedom. Uh, oh, also, in ranked, you can actually bring a friend along with you. You can only do two people, though. You can't do a full four-player party in ranked. Uh, because, you know, you can boost and everything else and try to uh, stat boost. <clears throat> so you can bring a friend along, uh, either if they're on the same couch with you or if they're on another PS3 or if they're on another Vita. You can get them into that match with you, just invite them, and you can get into the ranked matches. Unranked, you can get a party going, up to four people. And you can set all your own rules. You can set, you know, what items will drop, how much AP per minute, uh, you know, if you need, if it's you know, like five kills or if you want to do just free-for-all. And you can do the two versus two. The other cool thing is you can actually do a one versus three. So if you have a cocky-ass friend that always wins, you can go three on one and see how great he really is, he or she really is. Um, also in Unranked, you can actually do one versus one. So it is a, it is out there that you can actually go one versus one, because I know a lot of people on NeoGAF especially were freaking out about that. Like, oh, what the fuck? You can't go one versus one. Uh, you can. It's right in the manual. It's, it's there. Uh, the cool thing is, like, let's say you have three players and you get on a party and you want to play four players. Or, you know, you usually always have to have four players in it unless you do 1v1. Uh, you can fill that spot with an AI character and you can actually set the AI limit or, the, the, like, their, their smartness, their level, uh, between five different levels. So it's kind of cool. Like, if you huh. want to have a really challenging AI in there and you want to practice a little bit, you can have That's that good. in there. I love how you can control that with the AI characters. I, I just thought that was a really neat uh, addition. Um, you know, one one disappointment, and I don't know if it's just too tough to do with a, a four-player game, but no lobbies, so there's no lobby system like in Street Fighter Four and and Tekken Tag Two, that kind of thing. Um, like I said, I'm going to be out at Santa Monica Studios in about three weeks, and I'm going to be meeting with the, some of the Superbot guys, so I'm definitely going to ask them that question. Uh, like, you know, no lobbies, why is it maybe coming? You know, is it just too difficult to do, that kind of thing. But I really would like to know because I love having that lobby system. Um, the other thing that kind of worries me a little bit is it doesn't seem like there's an easy way to set up like an actual bracketed tournament. So that's another question I want to ask them because, uh, you know, having that ability, I think really jumps this game up to the next level for competitive gaming and, you know, having this as an official game at Evo, that kind of thing. I'm sure they can still figure it out, but, uh, it'd be nice if that feature set was in the game itself. Um, Graphically, it's gorgeous, man. It is <laughs> solid 60 frames per second on the Vita version and on the PS3 version. Uh, same frame counts on the Vita and PS3. Colors are lush, and it's really cool because 
some of the levels, like if you're if you're on the um, Ape Escape level, very comic booky color scheme, and then all of a sudden something will happen, and the color scheme actually changes a little bit, and just that ma- they they call it the mashups, but you know the, every level is basically from two different games. So like the kill zone one, you start in kill zone, and then all of a sudden you're in an Ape Escape level. Uh, you start in the Parappa Dojo. And all of a sudden, all the walls fall down, and that huge walker from Killzone 3 is in the background blowing up the entire city. And he's, like, firing <laughs> rockets at you and everything. Uh, there's, a bi- uh, there's a level where you're on the plane in Uncharted 3, the stowaway level. And you're fighting on that plane, and all of a sudden, you get blown out the back. And all of a sudden, you're right, up, right in front of Columbia from Bioshock Infinite. And there's a blimp nice. from Bioshock Infinite and a songbird flying next to you and actually attacking you. And, I mean, there's just, it's so imaginative and so beautiful. And the characters are all just incredibly well done. And every one of them is voiced by the original voice. Almost every one of them. I think there's one that's actually not. I think Jennifer Hale does one of them. But, I mean, so you've got Nolan North. You've got uh, all these characters voiced by the original person. You know, Raiden's the original voice and all of them. Um, Even, like, in Buzz, like, you've got the narrator. Or when you're on the Little Big Planet level, it's Stephen Fry. So they got all these voices. <laughs> it's so cool. It it is just it's so neat how they did it. And you know, part of that's the cutscenes too. You know, the cutscenes um, for all the story modes. Even like I said, they're they're really thin and everything else. But it's cool because it's all static artwork, and they just kind of flip between the different artwork. But the artwork is really good. Uh, I got some great screenshots of it in the in the review. So. Uh, the written review, I've got over 300 screenshots in the gallery, folks. So if you want to go take a look at how the game looks, pretty much everything is there. Uh, yes, Polygon Man's at the end. Uh, he is badass how they did him. Uh, and yes, he actually does say, you are not ready. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, no hidden characters. We already know that there's no hidden characters. Uh, there's already two DLC characters announced. Uh, Cat from Gravity Rush and I forget the other one. It's a guy. I don't remember. So uh, we were we were trying to get like a, a written interview done for the website, but I, it was my fault. I asked for the questions a little bit too late, and we didn't get them in time. But I'm still going to try to get it done. I mean, we got a ton of questions asking if DLC's coming, so I'm going to throw all those out because we already know DLC's coming. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, like I said, sound-wise, it's really cool. Like You can even have the music from all the different games. So like the Uncharted level, it starts off with the Uncharted music. You know, it's just it's so iconic. And uh, it's 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 such a love letter to PlayStation fans. It, it is it's and it's really well done. Like it, it it brings a smile to your face when you're playing some of this stuff. Uh, the other thing uh, is, and this made me laugh. This really seemed like a Seth Kellyan thing because obviously Seth Kellyan came over from from Capcom. He was the he's the fighting game guru over there for a long time, and he went to Sony. And um, this has tons of unlockables, uh, different, uh, you know, little avatars, uh, or, you know, little pictures you can put on your, on your, your player card, which is an obvious thing from Street Fighter four. Uh, all these different, uh, um, what do you call it? All these different little quotations and titles that you can have. You can also have a little animated avatar. So I've got like a little sister that floats next to my character. So like when I take three people out with my super, they'll, they'll pop up on screen and screen and start clapping or something. So, um, all that stuff, a lot of alternative costumes, there are some badass costumes like, uh, evil Cole has one where he has like this skull mask on. It's just badass. Uh, and, and, um, 
the Big Daddy, his alternate one is I can't remember what the characters, but it's it's like the other Big Daddies where it was more of a square head. Oh yeah, there yeah. yeah there were multiple Big Daddies. <laughs> so just uh, the alternate costumes are really badass. Um, just there's so much time involved in this game. Literally, I mean, it it, it really amazes me how much they've done with this game. Um. And they've made me like it. That's the coolest part because I would never in a million years think that I would enjoy a game like this. And I've been playing it. I mean, you heard how short my what, what what I've been playing list has been because I've been playing this game nonstop. Every chance I had, I was playing this game. So I, I even beat the testers in an online match. Come on. <laughs> that was huge. Um no, it's really cool. There's a ton of game there. All the unlockables, uh, you know, all the other stuff you can do. Tons of customizations for your characters and just for the game itself. Like you can, um, per character, you can change the music for your intro and outro. Uh, so you can actually use music from the game that they're from. Uh, you can change like their little, like when they pop up, they do a little quote at the beginning or whatever. They do a little spin or whatever. You can change that animation and what they say. Uh, you can change just all kinds of crazy shit. There's trophies involved in terms of like if Kratos is on the God of War level and he pulls off a, a, a super a level three super, you get a trophy for that. So there's specific things for like if your character's on their level and they do something, you'll get a trophy for that. Uh, you get a trophy for for finishing the game on each character on the story mode. There's all kinds of cool stuff that's integrated in. Um, yeah, they've done an amazing job on this game. I mean, it's, I, I, it really feels like the beta actually had a meaning for a change <laughs> instead of just being a glorified demo. Uh, it really, I, I think they've nailed the balance way more than, than any fighting game at launch. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some tweaks to the balance still. There always are. You'll never get the balance perfect in a fighting game. But in terms of, like Street Fighter 4, when it came out, and how much had to be balanced compared to where this is at, at launch, night and day. I mean, it's it's really, really well done. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, all I have to say, and I, I said it in the review at the end of the review, and uh, let me pull it up here so I can read it, because I got real prophetic here. Um, man, this review is long. Holy crap, did I write a lot. Uh, I said, my best advice is to ignore your preconceived notions based on the obvious initial similarities to the Smash Brothers series and what you may have played in the beta. I seriously considered having someone else do the review for this game, but I'm glad I didn't because it's a fantastic game that not only exudes a deep love for the history of the PlayStation platform, but also brings a deep fighting system while still being very accessible to everyone else. And I said, give it a try. You might be surprised like I was. And, and that's true. I never, I mean, everybody's heard me on the podcast, how I've talked about this game for months, and you too. And I never you talked about like you too? Yeah. Yeah. Bono? Hope and... I'm not bugging you. Oh, hope I'm not bugging you. <laughs> uh, Sunday, whatever the fucking, I hate you too. Anyway. <laughs> Sunday Blunday, so whatever. Uh, no, I, I think it's really well done. And uh, like I said, I just don't really know about the Vita stuff so far. I've, I've got to see it a little bit on the beta and everything else. But uh, I think this is an outstanding game. I really do. And I think it deserves. Uh, I, I think it deserves a chance for people. You know, not to just have this like the Call of Duty thing. You know, you hear Call of Duty and you're just like, shit, it sucks, shit. Um, give it a chance. Don't base it on the beta. I'm telling you. And, and, you know, one of our biggest problems, Josh, was obviously you lose your character so much. 
Uh-huh. When you've got 20 characters to choose from, you don't really get uh, doubles as much as you would think. But they also give you a colored number above your head now that's a lot more discernible than the beta. I mean, you'll you'll every now and then, like if you have a huge explosion go off, you're going to lose your character. That's normal. But in terms of how I was losing the character in the beta and any other time I played the game, I don't know what they did, but I don't lose my character in this game. Except for like the occasional huge explosion or whatever. But I'm not losing my character. Huh. Yeah. I think you still will. And that's what you have to understand. I'm not saying it's 100%. You're never going to lose it. You still will. But it's nowhere near as much as it was in the beta. At all. Because I never got frustrated with this one. The full game I have not gotten frustrated with yet. So I gave it an A. Cool. I mean, I, I really gave it an A. And I, I really feel strongly about that. I think it's fantastically done. And, you know, like I said, it, especially for somebody that's a PlayStation fan and has been since the PS1, it's going to bring a smile to your face numerous times. And it's so cool to have these other characters that aren't even Sony properties, like Big Daddy and Hihachi, you know, and, and Toro is awesome in this game. Like, it, when, when you learn Toro, holy crap. Um, really, really cool character. So I'm looking forward. To, we, we've heard a couple other DLC characters are kind of jumping around, and I've heard what they are, and I'm really excited for those two. Um, but, you know, 20 characters to, to start from, it's going to take you hours just to get through this game in story mode for all the characters. There's a ton of game here. There's a ton of unlockables to keep you coming back. And the online play is superb. So highly, highly, highly recommended. And that's all. <laughs> nice. So let's uh, talk beanbags. Well, on a side note, actually, I noticed that Ratchet and Clank Full Frontal Assault mm-hmm. will also be on a Blu-ray disc. Oh. So you can buy a physical copy of that game. Okay. So, there you go. I thought it was only PSN, but it will be available as a physical version of the game. Nice. Okay. All right. So, (laughs) So we we have a history with these guys because, what was it, like two years ago they sent me... At least. A humongous chair right before I left for E3. I remember it was the day I was leaving for E3 to go down to Mark's, I think it was, or something. And, yeah. And I love the one I have. So. Yeah. So, all right, this one. All right, these guys, they're Sumo. Uh, Sumo Lounge, yeah. SumoLounge.com. Yeah. Uh, They're called Sumo, and they're, they consider their stuff urban lounge gear, (laughs) essentially. Uh Available in the U.S., Canada, the EU, uh, looks like Australia and New Zealand, mm-hmm. and Singapore. Wow. They're all so the place. There you go. Yeah, they really are. Uh, so what they sent me is one of their new chairs. It's called the Solace. Hmm. The Sumo Solace. Okay. And... I'll have to take pictures of it and put them up on uh, our site, up on psnation.org. Yeah. See, you know, what I have is more tr- more of a traditional, like, what you would consider a beanbag chair where, like, two people can sit on it, but mine has a back on it. So it almost looks like Pac-Man a little bit where it's 
you know, got a backing on it and you can lean back and it's got a pocket on it for your remote and everything. But this thing is more kind of compact, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's essentially built for one person. It's almost like, you know what it looks like? It looks like those lounge things that uh, Hedonism Bot lays on. <laughs> where he's laying there going, oh, more bring grapes. me more grapes. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite character in Futurama, by the way. <laughs> that really is what it looks like. Uh, but the back of it is really high. Okay. Uh, you know, it's just one of those sort of curved couchy type things, but it's built for one person. Um, it came packed down in a really small box. I couldn't believe it. Well, actually, the box looked <laughs> what was really it? Did big. You cut the, did you cut the tape and all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the box looked really big when I opened the door. I'm like, what is that? Wait, what? Uh... <laughs> and you know what? It, it had that, you know, the plastic, really thin plastic, but it's like maybe a half inch wide. And it's that stuff that seals up, you know. You have strips of it that are wrapped yeah, around yeah. boxes. Yeah, yeah, there were like 10, 12 strips of this wrapped all around this. Oh, my God. And this box was bursting at the seams. That was the oh only thing God. holding it together. <laughs> uh, so I open it all up. Uh, it's not. It's really lighter than I thought for the size of it, too. Um, that's the thing. The material they use, uh, whatever it is, they keep this thing light. So it's easy to move around. Um, but when I, I open up the box... Cells. When I well, careful, Christopher Christopher Reeve will be by. Oh to, no! <laughs> Your beanbag chair. Um, <laughs> when you open up the box, it's wrapped in plastic inside, and I, you know, pull apart that plastic, and it's wrapped in a second thing of plastic inside of that. So it's really well protected when it comes there. If the box gets wet, if anything happens, this thing is going to be completely sealed up and, and untouched by the elements, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but when I got it out and I, I had to cut the, that last piece of plastic off because it is sealed up and wrapped with a really tight zip tie. <laughs> So stand back, stand back. Exactly. <laughs> I was worried about it. I was like, uh, so I got that thing and it, it just kind of went, went sort of unfolded and popped open. Uh, and that was the other thing I was worried about. Like, is this going to lose its shape? Cause it's been jammed in this box for who knows how long. Oh no, they Pop- do it right at sumo. Yeah, they really do. Uh, popped right into shape. Uh, it's really nice. They come in four colors. I got like this dark Brown color, uh, comes in black, uh, khaki, and red, uh, along Ooh. with the brown. Um, the brown, actually, the brown on the website, it says it's funky brown, and this is a lot darker than that. It's like a chocolate brown. I think it said something about that on the... On the... God, you're a racist. Hey, that's what it said. <laughs> I didn't come up... Hey, chocolate suede, sumo solace chocolate suede. There you go. There you go. So it actually has a little pocket on the side for your remotes or your controller or whatever you want to stick in there. Yep. Um, It is incredibly comfortable. I love mine, dude. I do. I love mine. You know, and, and I like it because it actually, it's small enough. Like it's a, it's a decent sized chair. You know, I, I sit in it and I just sink down into it and I'm really comfortable. But it's not 
overbearing down here in the basement. You know, like I don't have a whole lot of room for another piece of furniture down here. Right. Um, but it's kind of facing the other two couches and it's sort of in front of where all the games are, but then I can slide it right over next to one of the couches in front of the TV very easily because it's so light and just sink down into it. And I mean, I sat and played one piece for hours in that thing (laughs) and it felt better than the couches. I was like, I may have to carry this thing upstairs. I may have to use it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the problem. I mean, mine is so freaking heavy. I mean, it's it's not just that it's heavy. It's that it's bulky. Like, it's really tough to get a good grip on the damn thing. <laughs> so, getting it upstairs. Now that it's downstairs, I'm like, eh, it's never going upstairs again, which sucks because I actually wouldn't mind having it in my office. But, yeah, it, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of jealous because the one you have would work way better in my house, too. But that's all right. I still have an awesome one. Yeah, it's a really good chair. It's really, really comfortable, especially if you're doing something like gaming. Um, I don't know if I'd sit in it and watch a movie. Uh, that would feel weird for some reason. I mean, I, I guess it's really comfortable. I don't know why I wouldn't. Um, but to me, it to me in my mind, it's a gaming chair. You know, yeah. I, I don't think it necessarily needs to be that. You know, it's just a really, really comfortable thing. Um, it's low to the ground. You know, you're going to be very low to the ground like that to the point where I mentioned it earlier, when you try to get up and out of it, you kind of have to roll out of it. (laughs) It's very difficult to stand up (laughs) and get up out of it. Um, but man, it's good enough where like I've sat on the couch and after a couple hours, I have to, not even after a couple of hours, after like 20 minutes, I have to adjust. I have to move. I have to, this thing, I just sunk into it and I did not move. Yep. <laughs> for hours <laughs> i've done that many a time of mine and it felt so good hell yeah uh, this one this one of their new ones and it's one of the more expensive ones actually it's 299 dollars hmm. um but it is it's quality material uh it's really well made uh it's really comfortable and like i said unlike glenn's this one is smaller and it's it's easy to move around uh, I could easily pick it up and carry it upstairs and just use it there. I could move it anywhere. It's not heavy at all. Right. Uh, and it's not big and bulky. Um, and hot chicks look good sitting in it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's the other thing. Like, because of the way it was all packed down in the in the box and the way it popped open and everything, I thought, yeah, but if I lean back in this thing... It's it's going to be like really soft and the whole thing is just going to no. lean all the way back to the floor. No, no, it's solid back there somehow. It doesn't feel yeah. like it. But the way it's constructed somehow when you lean back in it, it's not really going to like give. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you don't feel like anything. I don't remember feeling anything like stiff back there that that's holding it in place. I, I don't know how they did it. I don't either because, well, it's the same way. I have a, I have the Sumo Sway Couple. That's what I have. And like I said, when you look at it, it just looks like a big beanbag. But somehow, some way that they did the backing, the way you sink into that thing, it just it holds your back up and your neck and everything else. It's it's damned comfortable. It was funny watching because uh, Cracker Jack was sitting behind the couch with his TV bag there. And we all got done with the marathon and he just stayed in it. I'm like, you got a bed you can stay in and all that. He, boom, just passed out right in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> They're that comfortable. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I, 
I was I was I was yeah. like, oh, I want another so one. But I'm, oh, I would definitely recommend it, it uh, if you're looking for something <laughs> like this. Uh, Uh oh. <laughs> well, they have a lot of they have a lot of choices there on the site. Yeah. Uh, they have all different kinds of uh, chairs, all different kinds of like beanbag type things, and they're all over the place in price. Yeah. Um, so, you know, definitely worth a look uh, at sumolounge.com. I'll I'll put something up on the on the website when I get a moment to breathe here. Uh, and try to put mm-hmm, some pictures mm-hmm. up. I took some pictures yeah, of the box. I, I, think I was I really some impressed with when I opened the box. When they first uh, sent it out a couple of years ago, I was like, well. Yeah. Uh oh, I think we're having a Skype problem. Yeah, I think we are. Because I can't hear you. <laughs> well, now I can hear you. Yeah, I, I'm hearing bits and pieces of you. So I wasn't sure if you were still talking or what was going on there. Well, now I can hear you better, though, so maybe it's gone. Okay. How do I sound? Uh, you sound uh, it's like not robotic radio. Yet, uh, that's how you sounded. There. Yeah. Well, we'll see how things go. Fucking scary. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yep. Let me call you back. So, yeah. Uh, Keep recording. I'll call you back. Yeah, that's not working. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but you're still like buzzing in and out. Yeah, you sound terrible too. Electronically. Great. Might have to, might have to finish this tomorrow. Crap. That's what I say. You still sound good enough. I mean. Yeah, I'm right now. You're good. Well, let's see how it goes. Okay. We're at the end anyway. Well, I'm one thing I want to ask you, though. I'm going to ask you one question for this real quick. Okay. So, I guess at the end of the day, though, I mean, I know you like it. I love the one I have. Would you spend that kind of money on it, though? Hmm. Well, you know, I I was skimming through the site, and I was looking at other ones. Uh, they have things as cheap as $75. Right. Uh, just glancing. So 75 to 300 really is the price range, I'd say, depending on what you're looking for. Or you can get the Gigantor for 420 uh, Yeah. <laughs> Which is so, like a couch. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they have all different price ranges. Um, you know, for a gaming room, and that's how I would look at it. I mean, yeah. some of these things, they're not specifically built for that. Like, the, you know, there are those gigantic couple bean bags and things like that that, you know, they'd be great for, for different kinds of rooms. If I was doing this just for a gaming room and I had tried that at somebody's house, I might actually go for that. Hmm, and it's, okay. it's expensive. You know, it's, it's kind of high end and everything. Um, maybe a little more than I would expect to spend on just a chair. 
you know, right. a single person chair. Uh, but it is really comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could say that I've, I've, I've had one of these couches for years. Uh, another one's new, actually another two are new. And while they're comfortable, I do have to constantly adjust how I'm sitting, even just watching a movie. Right. Um, where I sat in this thing for four or five hours <laughs> and didn't ever have a problem. I didn't move. I felt great. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, the one you that know I what? have. It's worth it at that it point. It gets to the point where anything I s- well, anything I sit in, I, my hip usually gets sore. And the one that I have, it never gets sore. So that's why I try to use it as much as I can, which isn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. the thing, you know, it, it's, it's got that comfort. It's got that long-term comfort, which uh, I'd say makes it worth the price in the long run. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I really liked mine. It, it's just, you don't really think about it, you know, you're like a beanbag, but then it's not just your old seventies beanbag. Like we all know this thing is, they're really well built, <laughs> but the, that's the thing. I mean, I don't know what yours is like, like if it's beanbag like, I mean, it looks like it's shape wise, but I don't know if like the material is, this just feels like a big ass cushion. Yeah. Um, but it feels unlike most of the cushions I've sat on or sat in it. It's, it's ridiculous how comfortable it is. I mean, that's where the price comes in, I guess, because man, it's crazy. I agree. And so. they they ship it really well. It, it, it's really well packaged. Yeah. Uh, you know, when when they delivered mine, it was a guy on a truck, and he actually like brought it up to the house and everything for me. And I mean, it was really nice. Yeah. So, so. cool. Yeah, if you're looking to redecorate or looking to build a room, a dedicated gaming room, I would say look for something here for one of the, your chairs, like your dedicated chair, because. Wow, you can't go wrong with this. They're they're comfortable. Yeah, they're comfy. <laughs> they're crazy comfortable. Damn right. So on to email. All right. Well, let's get to the emails. Yeah. So I guess I'll take number one. Um. No, you know what? You should take number two. <laughs> okay, you take number one then. Number two. Yeah, and I should have looked something up about this, but I didn't. Uh, so this is from Maine Terry. And it says, hey, guys, this is this one is for a discussion on the show. You guys seem to be the only podcast on the block that takes email questions seriously. <laughs> so here's the deal. <laughs> I have a three-year-old girl. My brother has a five-year-old and a three-year-old pair of girls as well. They all love playing computer games and handheld games, but my question is, are there any kid-friendly console games that they can play together, either in person or over the PSN? I plan on getting the Wonderbook and a few Move controllers, so any suggestions would be welcome. Thanks, Glenn and Josh. Best podcast in the business. Yes. What business? Thank you. The <laughs> business of Monkey. Ah, uh, yes. We are very good at the business of Monkey. Yes. I was thinking, like, can you play any of those, like, Lego games over the internet? Like the Lego Batman yes, or, like, can. Lego Lord of the Rings or any of that stuff? Yes, because so I those believe... those might work. 
I believe, yeah, because I used to play the Lego Star Wars online with my brother. Okay. Um, those are good. Ratchet and Clank All for One is a good one. Definitely, because you can actually um, set the difficulty so that things just kind of work. Yeah. That's a good one to play uh, for kids, younger kids. Um, yeah, this is something I really should have looked up <laughs> during the break, but, you know, there's Vita firmware update and there's Black Friday, and I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I got a little sidetracked. Well, I mean, the Sports Champions games, if you're playing local. <laughs> local, yeah. But that's the thing. If that, a lot of those games, there's a lot of those move games that would have been great, like Carnival Island. Carnival and, Island, yes. That game's awesome. But can you play that online? That I don't know. I don't remember anymore. See, and that's the thing. Like A lot of those games, I don't know that they really have the multiplayer component online. Uh, but those are the types of games that would be perfect for something like that, uh, especially for kids. Um, the Lego games are great. Yeah. Uh, true. I almost want to say rock band. I think they're too young though for that. Um, yeah. Five year old, three year old. Well, what about that? Um, what about that rock band for kids that came out? Lego rock band. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they're three and five years old. I think they're too small for the instruments too. At true. that point. True. Uh, the fight lights out. That'd be good. No, that wouldn't be <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know anything else. young, it's, it's tough. I mean, they're getting right into that demographic though for Wonderbook actually. So that'd be awesome. But yeah. And even that is local. Uh, oh. the iPad, uh, was good. And iPad 2, actually, you can have two pets on the screen at the same time. I don't think that's online either, but you can actually have two pets on screen at the same time with two kids can, you know, playing with them and controlling them and all. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Cause that's that worthwhile. I did see, you know, it's funny. I was I was looking around the PSN. This was a couple months ago. And I did see a couple of games, downloadable only. I forget the names of them, but they are geared right towards, like, infants. How about, um, what's that Jenga game? Um, uh, I think that'd be tough. Eh, but, hmm. You mean the, yeah, the one know. with I mean, the I don't have controller? Kids, so I never look at that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. There's, there's. Two games on there, and they look identical. That's the sad thing. They look identical, and you know they're called uh, blah blah one and blah blah two, whatever the names are. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to look them up. I'll, I'll get back to you on this uh, next week. Um, no, you won't. Yes, I will. No, I won't. But I'll try. <laughs> I'll try to remember this. Um, I can't even remember what the games were or how I would find them on the new PlayStation store or even on the old PlayStation store. Um, but they were, they're really, they're geared towards yeah. infants. It's basically numbers and letters and things like that flashing on the screen. And I think they use the move controller on it. Uh, it was really weird. I thought, where did these come from? And why is this even on here? I've never seen anything like this. Uh, you know, on the PSN, and they weren't advertised that well. Uh, I think they were from a small Canadian developer. And damn, I'll have to look this up and see what it is. 
Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. Because I considered downloading one of them for when uh, Hell Baby gets a little older. <laughs> but by the time he gets a little older, <laughs> there will probably be something better. <laughs> so, so I didn't even bother. But, um, yeah, for for little kids that young, get away. No, don't get away. It's <laughs> um, a tough call. I... It is. I, I mean, there's a certain point us... where, I mean, the kid's like playing around with it, you know, but they're not actually playing the game. Yeah. And it's because I always have that problem when, when I have friends that have kids that are that young and you're trying to play a game and they want to get involved and then they just go in there and start mashing buttons. You're like, ah, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I, my friend, um, hence I don't have any kids. His trick actually <laughs> was that he would download no, he's he's got two kids, but they're a little bit older. But his thing is he's always downloading the demos of all this stuff. Um, and they don't know the difference. They think it's the full game. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> so he downloads really the demo, idea. actually, at least to try it out. Um, because, you know, with kids, it's tough. They'll lose interest pretty quickly and move on to something else. And there you've spent right. 60 bucks and uh, they don't want to play it. <laughs> that's a great but idea. At least that way, with the demos, you could gauge their interest and see if they're if they're really into it. If it's something they're they're enjoying, if it's something you really want to you know put the money into, um, I'd, I'd check around on the store first uh, and look for you know yeah definitely what's out there. So uh, yeah, let's move I on agree. to the next email. I am going to see what the filters ha- are here <laughs> on the PlayStation store. Oh, that was the other thing. The rating on it was EC early childhood, which I've never seen a game rated that on. Holy crap. Yeah. So I was like, Whoa. Uh, so maybe I can find it that way. Uh, but let's okay. move on to the next email and maybe All I'll right. sort of skim in the background. Yeah. And, uh, if people, uh, like hear anything weird our skype is just going crazy right now so hopefully we'll get through these emails uh this one's from acomp and he says hey josh and glenn longtime listener since episode 10 you insane what's wrong with you uh i've always been a loyal sony fanboy quote unquote i've always stuck with having every playstation and owning sony branded electronics if i can help it I've been doing a lot of looking around online and seeing many sites saying how Sony has lost a step overall. He must have read that uh, Gizmodo article uh, and is not the king of electronics as it once was. The site was talking about television specifically. Yeah, he's talking about the article. I know what he's talking about. Uh, I was curious, uh, do you guys feel Sony isn't a top-tier electronics brand anymore? Have I been paying top dollar for television sets, etc., simply for a brand name? Uh, Because I've always felt I'm getting the best bang for my buck with Sony Electronics. Uh, You guys have been making my workouts go by faster for years and hopefully for more years to come. Oh, God. Um, I know what article he's talking about, and there's this whole thing where... Sony kind of let a lot of people go uh, that were with the company for years, and a lot of them went to, like, Korea. And basically, you know, engineered all the Samsung stuff and all these other brands that are turning out to be really good brands, but they're still cheaper sets and uh, that kind of thing. And they're kind of taking over the market, and Sony's kind of getting left behind a little bit uh, due to, like, mismanagement and, and the fact that 
they kind of stick to the old ways, essentially, uh, the old Japanese ways of running a business. And um, uh, there were, they went to a couple stores in Japan, and they don't even stock Sony anymore, that kind of thing. Um, you know, Sony's always been that kind of thing where you're kind of paying a couple of hundred extra bucks for a Sony, uh, no matter what, just because it's supposed to be this higher quality. I think for a few years, Sony did kind of fall behind. Like, there were really bad yields on some of the TVs, and um, they really don't, I don't know, they don't seem to be innovating as much as they used to. Like, they used to be these big trendsetters, but at the same time, they were always pompous enough to try to do their own formats all the time, you know? Uh, So for Blu-ray being successful, they've also had, like, Beta and uh, Minidisc and all this other stuff that were complete failures. Um, you know, but they were, they were the, 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 on the forefront of portable music. I mean, the Walkman is just this amazing piece of tech that really changed a lot of people's lives and it's that kind of thing. But, you know, Sony's under, uh, all new management now. And, and I think there was always this push with Sony to have that synergy that we joke about so many times where, you know, the, the PlayStation three, is a Blu-ray player too, and it's got the Spider-Man logo or the font, you know, for the PlayStation Three name and all these synergies, and and uh, it seems like they're really streamlining the company now. And you know, a lot of people are losing their jobs, unfortunately, but they're really streamlining the operation. And I think if things keep going that way, I think they're on the right track if their leadership can do it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think I still think they make really good electronics and. I always look at Sony, but the problem was that Panasonic Plasma that Josh and I both have is such a damn good set. And it's because they bought Japanese tech off of Pioneer, actually, um, to get it as good as it is. So there's some Sonys out there. I mean, I have that Sony Vega TV. It's a 32-inch, 480-pound monster that I have all my old systems on, and it's a magnificent set. Um, You can still get the XBR line for their, their LCDs and everything that are exceptional, but... You know, you're still paying more. So, yeah. But I always look at Sony's. Um, I don't know. I have a lot of Sony stuff. The headsets I'm using all the time are Sony. And I have more stuff that's Sony than I ever thought I would have. (laughs) So, yeah. I think I lost Josh. Yeah, I think I lost Josh. No, I'm here. Oh, here we go. I'm here. I'm, I'm listening. It's tough because Skype is really bad right now. Yeah, Skype is terrible right now. You're in and out. But I, I'm following what you're saying. Uh, I've I've been a fan of Sony products. I mean, they, like you said, they created the Walkman. And the sad thing is when the digital music revolution came along, they were nowhere to be found. I mean, Apple just took over. Yeah. And yeah. It, a Sony, you know, digital music player and the big problem that was the time when you had because sony had all these different divisions you had the music division to, uh, like the the consumer products division had digital walkman type mm-hmm. devices they were working on them and the music <laughs> division was more powerful at the time and put a stop to it they said, no way in hell you're going to put that out because everybody's just downloading music for free and it's going to put us out of business. Stop. <laughs> so Sony had nothing. But it, and but it wasn't comes just out that with the either. iPod and... Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that, but that's just one example. I'm saying of of what was going on in the company and what what goes on in the company. Um, right. <clears throat> their products are quality products, though. I mean, my Sony stereos last yeah. forever. All, all the Sony products I've had have lasted forever. I mean, you know, the game systems, there have been problems with some of the game systems. And the PS1, you had to flip it over after a while. Uh, people had problems with the PS2. My PS2s that I've owned, the three different PS2s that I've owned, I still own two of them. The one, the power uh, thing died, but that was in a storm, and there was a whole electrical thing went on, and the whole thing just died. Uh, but my other two PS2s, they're kicking. They're fine. Um, you know, so Sony products, they've always had that, that thing about them. And like Len said, you know, you pay extra for them. You pay for the quality. Uh, they were, they've always been very good at engineering things and engineering things really well. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and the company is so in a I'm gonna transitional phase. I'm going to suggest we wait until next week to do the rest of these emails. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So I think we should wait until next week to do the rest of the emails because Skype is just failing us. Yeah, I okay, think we should just we'll this because we can't even hear each other. <laughs> okay, but before we do that, can you hear me? Okay, yes. Okay, before we do that, uh, Sony new store for the win. Uh, I put in a filter. I did a quick look, and the first thing that popped up, Learning with the Poo Use, episode one mm. is what it's called. And okay. it is four ninety nine. It's aimed squarely at three to six year olds. And it's a move based game, uh very simple gestures. Uh it teaches them uh numbers and letters and things like that. They sing and dance and play and they've got goofy little characters and rewards and things like that. So five bucks, you might want to check that out. Uh cool. especially for kids that age. Uh okay. I know there was an episode two. The trailers for episode one and two looked almost identical. <laughs> so I don't know what the difference is between them. Um but uh, the one that popped up and the one that I see here right now is just Learning with the Puyos, P-O-O-Y-O-O-S, episode one. Uh, it's five bucks, so might be worth a look for kids. Cool. Good find. Good job. All right, well, yep. I'm going right. to mention episode 300 really quick, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. We'll uh, save these the rest of these emails for next week. Uh, so episode 300, we uh, are nailing down all the details. Uh, it's going to be December 29th, which is a Saturday. Uh, officially episode 300 for that week. So we're staying within the week and, uh, we are going to be streaming it live. Uh, we were going to have Mark on the show, but, uh, trick man, Terry's actually having a, his big Christmas party that day, which I'm skipping for this. Uh, <laughs> so we'll have Mark on another episode, but, uh, we're going to be doing it live. Uh, Josh and I online, hopefully we'll get some people to call in uh, and we're going to start. I'm tentatively thinking 1 PM central time, which is two o'clock Eastern time. Uh, the reason we want to start so early is that's what we did for episode 200 and it worked out really well so that we can get all of our European listeners, uh, to join in as well. You know, that, that gives them ample time. And also it's not too early for the people on the uh, West coast. So uh, tentatively, we're going to be shooting for 1 o'clock, uh, 1 p.m. Central Time on Saturday, December 29th for episode 300. 
Uh, so, you know, put it on your calendars. Join us if you can, please. We're going to be streaming everything live, taking calls, all kinds of cool stuff. And, uh, yeah, so uh, we'll put more stuff up on the website when we have the, the details ready to go. Uh, most likely it'll be on Ustream. And, uh, yeah, because Ustream has a little bit better uh, tools for uh, collaboration if we want to put polls up or whatever else. So, But if we change it, we'll change it. We'll let you know. Uh, other than that, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, thanks a lot, Skype. You have failed us once again. It failed us last week. It's failing us tonight. So, yeah, somebody on Twitter says Microsoft sabotage. Count on it. Because uh, Microsoft owns <laughs> Skype. <laughs> it's bastards. They bought Skype and they ruined it. So, uh, a lot of different ways you can contact us. And like I said, we will hold the rest of the emails that we had ready for tonight. We'll hold them for next week. But uh, email us at podcast at psnation.org. Or if you uh, feel so inclined, go over to psnation.org, go over to the right side, scroll down a little bit, and you'll see the contact us section. Uh, hit that up. You can email us there. You can voicemail us, all kinds of cool stuff. Or you can hit us up on the voicemail line on Skype, uh, which apparently that still works. So, you can call WDT-Torgo. Uh, or you can call us on our regular voicemail line at 715-502-9773. Standard long-distance rate supply, of course. Uh, you can find us on the Facebooks. Just type in PS and then a space, Nation. And you can join our group over there. You can uh, join the forums over on psnation.org. Damn it, do it. Oh, um, yeah, Gamer Nights. Uh, yeah, Beer's got some Gamer Nights going. Uh, it's all over in the forums. Uh, so Wednesday night on uh, the 21st, so uh, Wednesday night, actually. Uh, Little Big Planet Carding, taking signups for that. Uh, Friday, the 23rd, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Uh, next Wednesday, the 28th, Starhawk. And Thursday, the 29th, Battlefield 3. So, uh, you know, if you're interested in that, get over there and sign up so we can get you on the list and make sure that you can join in with all of us. Um, and that's over in the PS Nation forum. So you go to psnation.org and hit the forums button on the top and you'll get to that. Uh, free registration is very easy to do as well. So... Um, find us on Stitcher, you know, if you stream all your, all your podcast, uh, goodness, go over to Stitcher, look for us in the PlayStation section. You can find Josh on Twitter at PJF, as in Frank Josh, and our main account at PS3Nation. Uh, don't forget we're on the Retroids Podcast Network, one of the founding members of the Podcast Network, and, uh, we are still on the network, so, uh, check us out with that and all the other podcasts on the network there. And uh, don't forget our sponsor, audiblepodcast.com slash psnation. Sign up for the free trial, and uh, you get to choose from over 100,000 audiobooks. And guess what? If you sign up at audiblepodcast.com slash psnation, you get to keep that book no matter what. You get to choose one out of all those 100,000 plus. You get to keep it. And uh, guess what? Even if you uh, don't stay with, with the trial, you know, if you quit before. Still get to keep the book, and we still wet our beaks a little bit, so it helps us out. And don't forget our awesome merch store over at zazzle.com slash psnation. You can check out all the hats, T-shirts, hoodies, uh, mugs, uh, beer steins, uh, ornaments, uh, clocks. We have a clock over there. So get that, and you can be like Flavor Flav. You can wear it around your neck. You know, put it on a big gold chain. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, and don't forget our buddies. <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, don't forget our buddies. At it is written. Uh, check them out on iTunes and at CD Baby. And uh, thanks a lot, Skype, for nothing once again. Jesus, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. Um, also wanted to say thanks much to Andrew Mulligan over at, or Mulligan, I think his name is, at Sumo Lounge for sending Josh the chair to check out. Uh, that was very, very cool. They just emailed us out of the blue. So that was very cool. And um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for sticking with us for so much and for another long-ass show. Oh, my God. 
Uh, until next week, we will talk to you soon. Hopefully Skype will actually be working next week and uh, we can get a full show done. We'll talk to you soon. Get out there play some games. Have a great one. My dad got a little drunk. <laughs> there were signs. Hip cocks out. The eyes unshift. You know. He turned red. <laughs> Very simple. You're Irish. You get drunk, you turn red. What? <laughs> It's a physiological signal we developed years ago in case there's a sudden insurrection against the British we know who not to give loaded firearms to. <laughs> I'm tired of the oppression where the church in the palace. Seamus! Ah, Christ, you're red. Kimmy! Ah, fuck, you're red too. Ah, screw it. We do it next week. Give me a Guinness, boys. <laughs> Wait a minute. Time out. Everybody write a poem. <laughs> About what happened here today when the lousy Brits made us too drunk to fight. I went back to Ireland two summers ago, had a great time, went over to Scotland, performed at the Edinburgh Festival, fulfilled a lifelong dream of being heckled in Gaelic. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dana Gould from America. Fight you! Fat ye? Eh, fat ye! Get to your knees, but a minute you bust Everything over there ends in a strangled bastard. You know? And do you take this woman to be your lovely wedded wife? Eh, I curse the and then you all my life. I love you, girl. Eh, you bastard. Your man and wife, you're flipping swords. <laughs> If there was any doubt in my mind that my father was not drunk, it was immediately erased when I heard his shit-faced phrase. Anybody who knows a career drinker, they all have a shit-faced phrase. With my dad, it's, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> no! Don't be honest today. I'll be honest with you. First of all, you're all right. I've been out here about a week now, and it's a little weird, but you're all right. But I think you should just be honest. You know, let's just say it. Shall we? For Christ's sakes. The Jews have all the money. What? What did I say? What? The Jews got all the money, the blacks got all the sports and music, the fucking Japs got everything, you plug into the goddamn wall that lights up and buzzes. <laughs> the only thing left for regular white people is storm drainage. That's all we have. <laughs> and don't think the fucking Polacks don't want to get their greasy hands on that. <laughs> My father will invent racial hatreds I did not know existed. <laughs> You'll hear him watching the news. Oh, Jesus, there go the Belgians again. Don't get me started. They're worse than the Burmese. Belgians are just Burmese with hangovers. (laughs) 
I was so furious at what happened. I was just so livid that everything didn't go exactly as I planned. I called my brother Kevin. Kevin, you're not going to believe this. Dad just got a dinner. He just got drunk and started mouthing off. Yeah, so? What's your point? Yeah, click. Not a very close-knit group. Gould family crest is five lions watching television, not speaking to each other. Move your head in Latin on a banner. Avanti to Crania. <laughs>